0: All right, welcome everybody. This is the fourth episode of the of season three of the Worldwide Wednesday podcast. I'm your host Sovereign, and I'm Shiny, and today is going to be big. If you thought last week's episode was big, this one is even bigger.
1: So just strap in because
0: we got a lot of news to get through. Get a snack, get whatever you need because it's going to be a while.
2: Yeah.
0: So so let's go ahead and get started here right away. So, as you all know, San Diego Comic-Con, the big nerd event of the year, happened this past weekend, and a lot came out of it. And for the sake of time, we will only be talking about three things that we normally really only talk about. We're going to talk about DC, we're going to talk about Star Wars, and we're going to talk about Marvel. Let's start with Star Wars. Star Wars doesn't have too much coming out. The main thing is that they're promoting Andor, because that's coming out next month, as well as... uh, we have Tales of the Jedi coming out, which is going to be a Clone Wars esque animated series where it follows the past. So, for example, I know one of the episodes is going to be about Count Dooku while he was a Jedi and before he becomes um, the Sith Lord Darth tyranus So, mainly things like that. There's going to be Bad Bad Season 2. We didn't see anything about that, mainly because a lot of this stuff was announced and shown off back at Star Wars Celebration. The main thing to come out of Comic-Con is that there's going to be, I believe it is a comic book that will detail the canon version of Han Solo and Leia Organa's wedding. In the expanded universe, there were two different versions of the wedding that happened, but now we are getting the canon version of the wedding. So
1: that should be fun. Alright, so we can just move on, because that's pretty much all that was revealed in Star Wars. let's just go ahead and jump right into DC. Yep. Uh, DC. Well, we had two major trailers. The big one that we uh, probably have the most positive opinions about is probably uh, the Shazam Fear of the Gods trailer. Yeah, so
0: let's start with the second one, Uh, Sandman. Yeah. So Sandman, unfortunately, is not animated like I thought it would be. ...and hoped it would be.
1: However... The effects still look really good. The effects
0: do look very good, and don't worry, we will have a lot to talk about when it comes to VFX later on in the podcast. (laughs) But these look to be really good. It really looks to be following, like, the true, like, esoteric, like, just beings of the DC Universe. Obviously, there's Sandman, but there's going to be the Endless, so there's Fear the Endless, Death the Endless there's the Corinthian, there's Joanna Constantine, there is just a bunch of characters that normally don't appear in your regular DC comics.
1: Now, the one thing that really stuck out was the fact that it's a Netflix series. Now, that would imply that it's not going to connect at all to any other properties within DC, especially considering that for everything that DC has done within the scope of the DCEU and the joker movie and the batman movie they're all handled by HBO max so i can see this standing alone on its own just because of that one detail
0: i think it's going to stand alone um i think this is because mainly that uh, this project had been in the works before the warner brothers discovery merger and so before um zaslav declared that he wanted to make dc into its own content vertical like how marvel studios is over at disney and so i think this is a holdover of that and so i believe in the future sandman will stay on netflix depending on what the contract is but pretty much every other new project will continue to be made for hbo max okay i think this is just a holdover but i mean it makes sense i I don't really care like unlike with marvel where it really matters who's making it i feel like with dc there is flexible
1: that's one way of describing a complete and absolute mess (laughs) yeah yeah i'm sorry dc has no consistency when it comes to their to their universes
0: yeah they really don't have any consistency like
1: marvel has the giant universe that everybody knows and loves and then it's got this ugly little tag of the sony universe that they aren't responsible for but it's like we, we, we don't talk about that.
0: But even then, the Sony Cinematic Universe is still, by and large, considered better than the DCEU.
1: I don't buy that. No, I'm sorry. Okay, well,
0: hold <laughs> no. on, hold on. <laughs> Follow me on this one. Of the three movies that have come out in the SSU, Venom, Venom 2, and Morbius, which f- of the three, these three got talked about collectively more in the public consciousness than, say, Wonder Woman 84 or Aquaman.
1: Okay, being in the public eye does not mean that they're good. I didn't say they're good. That that was what your argument led off with. No, no, no. no. It's not that they're good. It,
0: they're better in the sense that, like, people aren't going to outright just be disappointed.
1: Why are we considering that?
0: Listen, (laughs) for the longest time, when we talk about the DCEU, it is then followed by a chorus of laughter because of how much of a joke it is right now. At least when we talk about the Sony Cinematic Universe, it's not a
1: complete joke. I don't agree. I don't agree at all. The only thing holding that thing together is... uh... What's his name? His performance for both Venom and Eddie. Tom Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. He's the only good thing in that massive conglomerate mess that is the Sony Universe.
0: We haven't seen Craven or Madame Web yet, and they have. Madame. Okay, Madam... Don't,
1: don't include Madame Web. That's fine. that's different because it's being helmed by Marvel Studios as fine, well. Fine. We haven't seen Craven the Hunter yet. Oh yes, the animal lover, Craven the Hunter. Or or El. I'm sorry, but I I can at least get excited for DC movies because I have seen them do really good things, but I'm sorry, you can't say in any way that DC is comparable to the Sony-verse. Because, like I said last week, that you've got the Snyder-verse, and then you have the actual good stuff that's in a separate timeline.
0: Yeah, but... Okay, I'll rephrase my argument. Okay. So what I mean is that when it comes to the SSU, what I think it is is that the SSU carries less of a negative connotation than the DCEU does. When you talk about Marvel as a whole and its cinematic universes, I say there's less of a negative connotation with the Sony stuff than there is with DC, because DC is that much of a mess. Like, it has... You have high highs, like the Snyder Cut. I I don't think... You have the Snyder Cut, you have Wonder Woman, and those are really high highs. But then you have the original Suicide Squad. You have Man of Steel. You have Batman v Superman. The original Justice League.
1: I'm sorry, but you're comparing one part of a universe to the entire universe. I... I, I don't see those as valid. I'm sorry. Well, think about it. Think
0: of, like, all the really good stuff. The true masterpieces that have come out of DC, they are, in a, they are a separate universe.
1: Not the Suicide Squad.
0: Besides the Suicide Squad, the two biggest things that everyone talks about when they talk about the things DC does right. It's Joker ba- and Batman. Yeah. Those are a separate universe. I... I... Uh, We need to move on. Fine. Anyways, let's talk about Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Interesting premise.
1: It looks like it's going to carry the same tone, because the big thing that people talked about was like, oh, it's like a Sam Raimi superhero movie, because it has almost the exact same tone, which it looks like to carry here.
0: Yeah, Um, I really like the idea of... Sorry. Go ahead. I really like the idea of Billy realizing that, like, I thought we were a family. Yeah, and it's like they're all superheroes, so
1: they're all doing their own thing. Yeah, though the big problem is that you know, with Shazam, those child actors are growing up really fast, so they gotta they gotta work fast with their, with their movies and other outings to come with these characters because let's be honest here, they aren't staying young forever, and they already waited long enough as is. I'm surprised they waited more than two years.
0: Yeah, so gonna be very interesting they're going to be dealing with the daughters of i believe it's the daughters of it's the daughters of a greek god but not zeus they're supposed to be like they're mad at the fact that the wizard gave billy the powers because a lot of those powers are derived from the greek gods and they feel that it's very irresponsible so it's about uh the god trying to reclaim their uh their lost glory basically zeus's plan from thor love and thunder but done faster
1: okay yeah
0: so it should be interesting i I think it looks
1: like the scope is a lot bigger too so there's that
0: i really hope that they give us more of freddy and uh, mary as superheroes as of the entire Suzanne family people only care about billy mary and freddy no one gives a fuck about the other four
1: unfortunately yeah but that's just the nature of you know yeah. having a family superhero team
0: yeah and so should be interesting i kind of want them to be i kind of want this movie to be like a light-hearted version of eternals
1: that's probably easily doable because you know eternals wasn't like the character writing wasn't the best
0: i would say the character writing was the weakest part for me yeah yeah But, uh, yeah, if if it's a lighthearted version of Eternals, I think it could work really well.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, yeah, so we mentioned last week that Henry Cavill was supposed to be at San Diego Comic-Con.
1: Unfortunately, he caught COVID, which prevented him from showing up there.
0: Yes, and as a result, The Rock got booed when Henry Cavill didn't show up, which... Come on, people. It's not The Rock's fault Henry Cavill wasn't there. Henry Cavill... Like, The Rock isn't his fucking mom. Come on.
1: I'm surprised people would not rather see the rock, honestly. Like yeah. if, if anything, I do not want to see Superman. Like, the DCEU's version of Superman is not good. Yeah. I... So I'm surprised people, when presented with a new character that has a very like strong indicator that it might be a good movie. I'm surprised they would boo him. The rock of all people. I think it's mainly just because it's people that are diehard
0: DCEU fans and they really don't want to see the Snyderverse die.
1: Oh, uh, we're dealing with those kind of people. Well, come on, think about it.
0: If you're a DC, if you're going to go to San Diego Comic Con and you're going to be in Hall H for DC for their movies, their live action movies, you're a DCEU fan, you're a Snyderverse fan. Come on.
1: Oh, that's right. I don't have brain rot associated with liking the DCEU.
0: Anyway. So, (laughs) come on. Most people that are going to be there are going to be Snyderverse fans. And to be fair to them, Black Adam is kind of looking like it's going to be the death nail to the DCEU. You think so? I think after Aquaman, the DCEU is going to end.
1: I was hoping The Flash would be the nail in the coffin.
0: I would have said that, but we have Aquaman coming out. Like, I don't even know how Wonder Woman three and uh, the Wonder Woman and the Amazon show is even going to work out. DCEU is just kind of a mess, so I kind of don't know how they're going to fix or move forward continuity.
1: Yeah, I just hope they don't abandon um, <clears throat> Robert Pattinson's Batman because yeah, like that was the, that was the lightning in the bottle right there. Yeah, it's really interesting
0: how DC at its peak is better than marvel but at its lowest is comparable to the sony universe yeah so yeah i mean i won't go so far as to say that they're fox fantastic Four bad
1: but they're close those weren't more bad just so mediocre that it's insufferable to sit through it so it's not like oh it's not like like Suicide Squad bubble bad but it's still, they were like, still
0: like I I feel like if I was given a choice between watching Fan Four Stick and Suicide Squad I'm watching oh, Suicide inclu- Squad oh, we're, we're including Fan Four Stick Oh yeah no No I've said the Fox Fantastic 4 which is the three movies Fantastic 4 Fantastic 4 Rise of the Silver Surfer and Fan Four Stick Yeah and okay. I'm saying that the DCEU isn't as bad as how those could get bad because if I was given a choice to watch Suicide Squad or Fan Four Stick I'm watching Suicide Squad
1: well, at least on the bright side, you got a ton of a ton of good uh, songs that have been marketed specifically to appeal to people like us. I still watch Suicide Squad. That, that's why. That's why I would I would choose Suicide Squad because at least there's good music in there. Not that... appropriate music for the tone of the movie, mind you. <laughs> but also,
0: Suicide Squad will at least be entertaining.
1: It's not entertaining. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen.
0: Compared to Fan Four Stick. You think I, it, it would be less entertaining? They're on the same level, honestly. In my opinion, Suicide Squad would be a more entertaining film than Fanforestick. Stick is just
1: boring. Well, see, Stick is boring, but the uh, the entire plot to the entire movie of Suicide Squad is fundamentally broken. It pretty visuals. No, it don't. You can barely see half the fights. In compared the end to of, Fan Four Stick in the third. Okay, to be fair, I haven't seen Fan Four Stick in a very, very long time. Come on, bro! You're giving Fan Four Stick too much credit. I don't want to give it any credit. These two are equally bad in my eyes. I, in my
0: in my eyes, Suicide Squad's a better movie. Moving on. So yeah, so the DCEU is kind of a mess, and I just this is kind of depressing.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully this gives them a fresh start with whatever they want to do and then just leech off of the Batman success in order to create a new universe. I really
0: hope Zaslav gets his way and that they can fix DC and turn it into a proper content vertical. Because if you look at Star Wars and you look at Marvel as content verticals, or even things like Jurassic Park or The Walking Dead, like those are all in lockstep with each other.
1: I mean, you could realistically create a new universe from the Batman moving forward because... You could. Because from there, like, you could use its success and potentially overtake Marvel because considering how mediocre their recent uh, projects have have been...
0: In my opinion, DC should have been destroying Marvel from the very beginning. Because DC... Come on, DC has Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Those three are miles more popular than pretty much any Marvel character not named Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, before any of the cinematic universes were established, like, everybody knows Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman.
0: Everyone knew more members of the Justice League than they did members of the Avengers before the MCU.
1: Exactly, because, remember, they took Iron Man, a C-list superhero, and literally brought him to, like, the limelight
0: exactly he's now like a straight up like s tier superhero in terms of public knowledge yeah so yeah well enough dilly-dallying let's get into the meat of this what will probably be taking the longest in our discussion today okay let us talk about marvel animation and marvel live action at san diego comic-con hall h let us start in chronological order with What If
1: Season 2. So pretty much we already know yes, we're going to be getting that, that episode that was lost in Season 1 dealing with uh, Tony Stark and Gamora being on um, uh, what's th- On Sakaar.
0: Yes. Then we're also going to be dealing with uh, Peggy Carter versus the Winter Soldier aka Steve Rogers aka Hydra Stomper.
1: So th- with that episode in particular they really have to try and make it Different because the weakest part of the first episode was the fact that it was too similar to the first uh, Captain America movie, which gives it little rewatchability.
0: Yeah, that's very true. So there's that. Other uh, other um, events that are going to happen is we have um, t- uh, we have um,
1: Hulk will be on the Tony and Sakar episode somehow. That still makes sense, honestly. No, it doesn't. Wait. Oh wait. Does Avengers even get established at that point?
0: Tony right. and Sakaar... Okay, according to what Tony and Sakaar was supposed to be about, it's that he falls into a warp point when he delivers the nuke to the Shatari
1: fleet during the Battle of New York. So then... So then why wouldn't that make sense? The events of Age of Ultron could still happen.
0: How? Who creates Ultron?
1: Oh, that is true. That who,
0: is who creates Ultron? if a- tony's on sakar valkyrie's supposed to be there makes sense gomora could be there that would make sense but hulk being there doesn't unless they rewrite the script so now tony
1: is falling to sakar at a different point in time yeah yeah actually you're right you're right because the only people that made ultron were really tony stark with the help of Uh, Bruce
0: Banner. And Bruce Banner Banner didn't want to do it until Tony goaded him. So yeah.
1: S.H.I.E.L.D. uncovers a lost project. But also
0: the Iron Legion doesn't even exist by this point either. Yeah. The only other Iron Man suits that exist is War Machine. Yeah. And the only other person that can design suits is Whiplash who's dead. And Justin Hammer's in prison. That's so, going to be a very confusing one. That'll be a very confusing one. But the main story that I'm looking forward to that they announced, Odin versus the Mandarin.
1: Oh, that's funny. That's going to be a very interesting episode. That's that's going to be very funny, actually. Because we don't really see, like, outside of the Thor movies, with very, like, brief displays of his power. Like, we don't get much of Odin,
0: really. We don't. So it should be very interesting and how odin and the mandarin are gonna fight what is the context is it gonna be in china is it gonna be in norway what era of odin is this is this like full-on colonialist odin is this post-colonialist odin like is this wenwu before he meets um yingli yeah so that will be very interesting all things considered and they already greenlit what if for season three just as how What If Season 2 was greenlit before What If Season 1, Season 3 has now been greenlit.
1: Yeah. I, I just... The one problem with What If is that its quality, just because of like how like like diverse of a project it is, it has room to vary in quality like it did in the first season.
0: Yeah. Well, the head writer, A.C. Bradley, is leaving Marvel after Season 2.
1: Hmm.
0: So we will get new writer for Season
1: 3. I don't know if that makes me more confident in it.
0: I don't know either.
1: Because we had some really high highs in Season 1. Because remember the Doctor Strange episode? That, 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 one, episode. that one was... Like, the
0: Doctor Strange episode, the Ultron versus Watcher episode, those were great episodes.
1: Yeah, I mean, the Doctor Strange episode was, like, really good. Like, nothing comes close to it. And then you have episodes like Party Thor, like the Zombies episodes, which... Are really really bad. Yeah. Um, next, anything else you want to talk about? What if? Um, I'm just, just my concerns stay the same. We're probably going to get a variance in quality that. uh I'm just hoping we get the highs again because we're definitely going to get the lows again, and I'm sorry that that's.
0: <sighs> yeah. What if season two is going to come out early 2023 and it will be a nine-episode series? Next up, we have I Am Groot, which was renewed for a second season.
1: I'm probably going to skip this one on. I mean, it looks very cute. So if I'm around, it looks very cute. So it, if I'm around with like, like, nieces and nephews, I could probably put it on and have a good time. But considering it's not canon, I don't really care. I mean, it, it looks, takes place.
0: It takes place on um, Earth three uh, uh Earth uh, three one four.
1: So it's a completely different universe. Yeah. Oh, so then it's just canon, just not to the, uni- to the sacred timeline.
0: Yeah, it's not in 616. It's in, it's in 19999. Earth... 19999. Fuck yes, you're right. <laughs> it's in um, Earth 314.
1: Huh. So, yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, it still doesn't spark any interest in my eyes. I mean, the trailer looked cute and all, that's fine. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, that's not the kind of content I want out of Marvel. But you know what? kids can have their fun they'll probably enjoy it and it'll probably be good from that perspective
0: i'll watch it just because you never know you never know you never know what they're gonna hide in it (sighs) so next project we have to talk about is spider-man freshman year now
1: so with that one of course tom holland's not going to be reprising his role Probably the same voice, is it the same voice actor that did him in What If in season one? Okay. So yeah, we're going to get another voice actor, and it's supposed to be more of a prequel. So, I, actually, I actually had a conversation with people who are also Marvel fans, like they had no idea what Freshman New Year was, and like, oh, is this when Miles Morales is coming out? Nope, I'm, and I had to, was like, nope, sorry, it's a prequel, guys, sorry to burst your bubble on that.
0: Well, so it's supposed to be a prequel, but then they announced who the supporting cast is going to be. And we have Harry Osborn, Amadeus Cho, who is the second Hulk, Nico Minoru from Runaways, and Charlie Cox's Daredevil.
1: Yeah, this is going to be very... Like, if they're going to include that much, they can't... The uh, canonical nature of this is going to be put into question.
0: Yeah, especially because the villains that are going to be in this is rhino tombstone so we have doc ock chameleon rhino scorpion tombstone and more and of course the main draw of this series is that norman osborne will replace tony stark as peter parker's mentor so i have to assume this is in a separate universe it can't it cannot yeah. be canon to the main MCU universe.
1: Yeah. Especially because that contradicts everything we know about No No Way Home, considering that, you know, he didn't know who Doc Ock was. He was surprised to learn about, um...
0: Like, uh, like, Norman Osborn said that Oscorp and Harry don't exist. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah. And also Daredevil is gonna be in it.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so a lot of people have been upset about this um i don't care i really don't care to be honest i think it's supposed to be more along the lines of what spectacular spider-man was where marvel kind of wants to get back into the habit of having like you know you know big series that are uh not mcu related but they're still like big animated series right yeah because if you remember when the mcu first started There were still, like, Marvel cartoons going on that just had nothing to do with it.
1: Yeah, because you had Avengers Assemble. You had whatever Spider-Man show was going on.
0: Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. You had Avengers Earth, Mightiest Warriors.
1: Or that's the one I was thinking of, yeah.
0: So, yeah. I really... Don't care.
1: Yeah. If it's not going to be canon, then it'd probably be, again, good enough for the kids to watch, but I don't have any motivation
0: to watch it yeah i kind of was on the fence about if i really wanted to watch it even if it was canon but now i really don't want to watch it but they did green light a series two spider-man sophomore year which at this point kind of is the death nail about whether it's canon or not because sophomore year is literally homecoming exactly yeah so yeah moving on to our last project of the animation no second to last second to last we have marvel zombies a complete
1: and total spin-off
0: from episode five of what if
1: it's more of a detraction really because with that one you had a different cast of characters who knows it could be in the same universe it is it is
0: Mm -hmm. they straight up confirmed it's the same universe with the main villains being zombie wanda uh where's the picture of it there's a zombie wanda there's zombie cap his lower half because as you know he was separated from his upper half by bucky so you will have zombie cap zombie wanda zombie ghost zombie okoye because remember she got overwhelmed by zombies in episode five zombie hawkeye zombie abomination zombie carol danvers and surprisingly enough zombie icarus however he maintains his consciousness in the sense that, okay, actually, oh, oh, I'll, I'll make a distinction. He is zombified, but not zombified in the rest of them.
1: So that's that's kind of weird, especially considering like I'm trying to remember when does everything that t- transpires, like when the first bite happens. That's around the to- time frame of Ant-Man Two, so that's right before the blip. Yeah. Like literally, and the blip
0: doesn't happen because Thanos got uh...
1: Gobbified. Yeah, so the fact that we're getting characters from eight years—well, you could explain it away a way that all of those characters just didn't get
0: blipped. So, well, there is no blip anymore.
1: Oh, that's well, that's what makes it even weirder is that some of these characters obviously didn't age. Like you don't, like you don't have an older version of, um, Kate Bishop or. Who else are the younger Avengers? So
0: about? the so so before I get to that, so the main premise is this: this is supposed to take place around present day MCU time, which is around twenty twenty four. But it's the post apocalypse. The zombies have completely overrun the planet and starting to be much of the universe, and um, so we're going to be following different groups of survivors. There's a scroll group of survivors whether these scrolls are from outer space or the scrolls that infiltrated back during when they were infiltrating for secret invasion is unknown but there's a group of scrolls there's a group of black widows who are now
1: free considering drakov is probably dead so if it's going to take place in present day that's still makes my problems that i have with it apparent because you have zombie thanos running around who who, so in the span of like eight years you have all of that transpiring well more like six years in six years time you have that transpiring and we have characters that were introduced less than two years ago being prominent characters i don't know if i buy that i mean it's the post-apocalypse
0: it's less about it's more about just how do they survive And you gotta remember, like, the group that we followed only died because they followed Vision's Beacon, which was a trap. They would have lived far longer. I don't know. It's... Well... The main characters that are gonna happen... That we're gonna be following is... Yelena Belova, Katie from Shang-Chi, Kate Bishop, uh, Red Guardian, Jimmy Woo, Death Dealer... Shang-Chi, and Kamala.
1: Yeah, like, half of those I don't buy surviving that eight-year period, I'm sorry.
0: Well, considering Shang-Chi has the Ten Rings at this point, he's shown to possess the Ten Rings, Yeah, I believe he'd survive.
1: He could survive, but half of them I don't buy.
0: See, I can buy them surviving, because it looks like Shang-Chi and Katie seem to be allied with the Ten Rings, which or in a mountain fortress, realistically, they'd live for a very long time. Yeah. Because when we would rescue them.
1: I, I just don't like this the, idea.
0: I like the idea, actually. It makes sense to me that a lot of these characters would survive. They are survivalist, And I think if you think of it more of a zombie survival show, that, yeah, it would make sense that a lot of these would live. A lot of these characters would live.
1: Uh, I don't know. Like what about them? Screams that they wouldn't live. I don't. Just eight years. I'm sorry. That's a six years. I'm sorry. Six years is a very long time to avoid a, a plague upon the entire population of the planet. I am sorry. That what? that's that's the biggest thing is how long they survive and that new newer characters are going to be the ones leading because. I mean, if... how
0: is that any different from any other zombie series? I'm sorry. How's that any different from any other zombie series? Not to say,
1: though, I I mean,
0: that's still a big problem. How is it a big problem, though? The zombies in What If? are the ones that we've seen are not the ones from Robert Kirkman's novel where they are hyper-intelligent and can still use their powers to the fullest extent. These ones are ones that can use their powers, but only to a limited extent. I mean, for... I mean, come on. Wong got defeated very easily whereas if he was not a zombified he probably would have won the fight
1: you're gonna i I just i can't accept it i'm sorry
0: that they live
1: that half of the care i can buy shang chi living i i don't buy jimmy or kate living i'm sorry i could
0: see them totally living the thing about the zombie apocalypse is that it allows people that normally wouldn't be survivalists to become survivalists That's, I mean, that's kind of the whole point of the zombie apocalypse genre. I mean, if you look at a series like The Walking Dead, a lot of those characters are just ordinary people that have grown to become survivalists. Like, one of the main villains in Negan was a fucking gym teacher before the apocalypse. Now he is a fucking kingpin. That's kind of the whole... That kind of comes with the genre. Yeah and considering that these are not ordinary people outside of katie it would make sense that they'd survive even jimmy like yeah jimmy woo he's a he's a former shield agent now fbi agent you have red guardian literally a super soldier black widow well there are several black widows running around surviving in groups kate bishop well she is a phenomenal athlete and all that needs to happen is for her to just escape new york city it's not like she can not handle herself and remember the vast majority of people that are zombies are just regular people which she's more than capable of killing
1: yeah i'm just with the escalated like power set that the zombies have like that's only some though you have to remember i mean only some but imagine how much of a scope that they have like especially thanos with five of the infinity stones
0: well that depends Have they run into thanos thanos is in wakanda i don't think any of them are gonna be in wakanda i'm not convinced he'll stay there well here's the thing where would he go how (laughs) just just earth is so massive how would he track them either like the soul stone he doesn't have he doesn't have it Uh, he only had
1: four. That's right. Oh, that changes that. Uh.
0: He never possessed the Mind
1: Stone. Yeah. And he never possessed the Soul Stone. Well, in that skirmish at the end of episodes, or the episode with the Marvel Zombies, he could have obtained it, attained it in that time.
0: The Mind Stone, maybe, but not yeah, the Soul Stone. Yeah, the Mind Stone. The Mind not... Stone
1: would definitely help him.
0: But he can't track people with the Mind Stone. Like, I don't, I don't like, the thing about the whole thing with What If, with with the whole zombie series... I'm, I'm sorry, pre-
1: just the big, the big thing is, like, you've got...
0: Uh, and you also remember, the Eternals are still running around. Zombie Icarus is the only zombie we know of, and we know he's not a full zombie. If you have someone like Icarus running around, he can easily mow down hordes of zombies. Then you got people like Makari, Fastos, Cersei... If the Eternals can't be fully zombified, they can mow down legions of zombies.
1: Yeah, if you include the Eternals, that kind of does change things. And
0: we know they're going to be in this because Icarus is here. Yeah,
1: yeah, no. Then if you ha- include the Eternals, then yeah, they can fortify an entire city to make it a safe haven. Yeah, and plus,
0: these are the only characters we know of that are still alive. There's still others that could still be running yeah, I'm, around.
1: I'm very hesitant to accept this premise. I'm sorry. I'm just extremely resistant to it just because... These aren't your average zombies. Like, with how many characters they include... Hell, if you zombify an entire legion of uh, sorcerers or black widows...
0: But what are they going to do? What? But think about it like this. Majority of zombies that they would run into are normal people. They're not going to be superheroes.
1: But through the span of six or seven years, they're going to run into superpowered beings.
0: How? Think about it. How are they gonna run into zombified Wakandans if they're in the United States? The zombies can't swim, nor can they fly. They're in Africa. Uh, They can't pilot uh, shit. We've seen that their only mode of transportation is whatever they can inherently do. But that doesn't stop the sorcerers. Well, the sorcerers, depending if they even have sling rings. But also, the whole thing about a sling ring is you gotta visualize where you're gonna be most of the zombies only visual... Like, between Strange and Wong, they only visualize short distances. Because you have to remember, they're not... I, they're
1: not... I, I just have a feeling. They're I, not
0: cognizant.
1: I, I just have a feeling I'm not going to like this show.
0: I think it's going to be better than the original. I because mean, that's, one, not, it's, that's
1: not a high bar to pass. Well, one, one because it's
0: going to be TVMA. So it's actually going to fall more in line with the actual themes and vibe of the original but also because i think because they're allowing these characters to have like a different adventure with different interactions it will be very interesting and also i feel it'll be a way to get attached to characters you wouldn't normally get attached to and now the stakes are much higher Mm. because death isn't the only thing you have to worry about a character like in marvel you know characters can die but what if it's a character just gets zombified and now you gotta fight that zombie Think about it like this, say like Captain Marvel, she's now zombified. Like that's kind of a big deal because if the main characters ever come across her, they got to figure out something to do. And there's various different factions. Like we have a Skrull faction. Can Skrulls turn into zombies and pretend to be zombies? What about the Black Widows? What if the fights are going to be between survivor groups and not just zombies? Because typically zombie media does end up with survivor versus survivor more than zombies. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Like, it lends an interesting lens to storytelling that we wouldn't normally get. Mm. I think
1: think it'll be good. I'm, I'm extremely hesitant. I'm
0: sorry. I think it'll be good. I think a lot of your complaints make sense if this wasn't a zombie series. But in my opinion... I'm thinking of it as a zombie series. I'm like, well, these are all the these are all the the ground the 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 ground setting tropes. So, of course it's going to be here.
1: Uh, maybe I just I've always had a, like a distaste for horror as a genre anyway, so I don't know.
0: that could be it. Cuz for me, I'm just like,
1: no, that no, makes sense. No, horror is just way too tropey for me. I'm sorry. I've always hated horror.
0: Well, everything's tropey.
1: Oh god. But yeah, no, my least favorite genres are horror and romance. Dear God are those written with tropes well everything is tropey it's more about those are just the ones I can't stand yeah because the problem is that those genres don't deviate from those tropes at all well it depends
0: well, it depends on what kind of horror you're watching, too. There's slasher horror, there's psychological horror, there's like, body
1: horror. I like slasher and psychological. Those are fine.
0: Yeah, there's psychological but, horror, I mean, there's, found slasher, footage. there's found
1: footage horror. And slasher, like it it kind of pushes it for me, because a lot of them are fairly similar. But um, what was the other one you pointed out?
0: There's psychological.
1: There's psychological, found, I actually like.
0: There's found footage.
1: Oh, found footage I can't stand. Oh, there's, dear um, God, I can't stand that stuff.
0: There's body horror. Yeah, there. There's 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 many different supernatural horror. There are many different genres of horror that don't overlap in tropes whatsoever.
1: Yeah. Like
0: if you watched Friday the Thirteenth and then you watched Scream, no. no. If you watched Friday the Thirteenth and then you watched Halloween, I was gonna say Wreck. Oh. They're completely different types of horror. Movies. Oh wait, no.
1: Scream is a parody, right?
0: Scream is a slasher parody.
1: Yeah, that's what I thought. But it's only
0: a parody of the slasher genre, not of horror as a whole. Sorry, I'm just spouting horror movies. Yeah, I was going to say, if you thought... Or Midsommar. Compare Midsommar to Halloween. They're horror movies, but that's the only similarities you have. Outside of that, one's a cult horror in the sense that it's about a cult, and the horror comes from the cult, and one's a slasher. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways... I think Marvel Zombies will be pretty interesting. Um, It comes out... When does it come out? Marvel Zombies will be coming out... I believe it comes out next year? I'm hoping it's next year, personally. Uh, Marvel Zombies is coming out 2024. So we got two years. Next up though, in our last animated one, is going to be X-Men 97 and um it looks like the leader of the team is going to be magneto
1: yeah i really so if i'm going to pay attention to that series at all i definitely have to watch the original
0: yeah we're gonna have to watch the original and um disney plus actually just fixed the order because like star wars the clone wars the release order is not the chronological order oh god but disney plus did fix it and so now all the episodes that you see on Disney Plus are in chronological order. Oh, God. So you won't have to worry about flipping through seasons anymore.
1: Why do they do that?
0: Uh, Well, it's not like that anymore. If you watch... Say you watch episode one, then episode two, then episode three, and whatever, it will all flow through. It'll all be chronological order. (laughs) Alright. So, yeah, but it looks like uh, Magneto is going to be the one leading the team because apparently at the end of the first season um, Professor X goes into space so Magneto's leading the team and we got characters like the main villains are going to be people like Mr. Sinister and uh, the Hellfire Club and other just mutant-centric villains so yeah should be really interesting they uh, greenlit it for a second season so, uh, should be exciting. I would, I need to, I would feel yep. more excited if I finish, uh, the animated series. Yeah. I mean, every episode is like 22 minutes because it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. So it's not going to be too long to finish.
1: Yeah. Let's go ahead and just wrap up. So of all the animation stuff, um, I hate to say, the most interesting thing is what if...
0: For me, the most interesting thing is Marvel Zombies.
1: Yeah, I can't get behind that. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, I that's the one I'm most interested in.
1: Uh, yeah, everything just here, like I get it. They're trying to get into animation. That's cool and all, but I got nothing. I got nothing to hook onto. I'm sorry.
0: Marvel Zombies is really the only thing I'm interested in, just because I actually like. I like some zombie shows. Like I liked, like early Walking Dead. That stuff was like really cool. Yeah. But um or and I like like Train to Busan, which is an amazing horror zombie movie. I really like that. I haven't watched Train to Busan Peninsula because it's not available in America yet. But I want to watch it. I really do.
1: All right. So let's move on to the live action stuff. So we've got before more... so
0: before we even get to that, Ugh. there have been some trademarks filed, which I wouldn't have brought up until the fact that so the trademarks that were filed the first set that were filed were avengers secret wars avengers the kang dynasty captain america new world order multiverse saga and thunderbolts to which as you know all of those are official things for the mcu so because of that we are looking at a second group of things so Presumably, this would be Avengers 7, Avengers Eternity Wars. Presumably, this would be Captain America 5, Captain America, Red, White, and Black, which, in my opinion, is the best title. (laughs) Nomad, which would be interesting. Celestials End of Time, Midnight Suns, Black Knight Origins, and the one that kind of, the title that really fucks the hardest, Shang Chi and the Wreckage of Time. Huh.
1: Okay then. That title kind of fucks. I mean, sure. That's, uh, that's looking too far into the future, and I already have problems with what's, comes so, before that stuff. So
0: these are all projects that potentially are going to be in the works for the mcu and considering we have a lot of missing slots on phase six yeah i imagine a lot of these will be filled in except for eternity wars i really don't think that's gonna happen phase six i can't imagine three avengers films in a single phase yeah (laughs) so there's that but now let us get into all the things that were announced Live action wise so there was uh the secret invasion had to go through some reshoots because they had a scene with um a bombing at the kremlin which killed ukrainians which
1: need i say more wow that was a convenient timing (laughs) yeah so uh
0: they gotta axe that scene and replace it with something else. <laughs> but um, it's being reported that it's going to be a Winter Soldier in terms of, the,
1: in terms of um, vibes. Oh, okay. Which with, will be really cool. I mean, Winter Soldier is probably touted as one of the best like, Marvel movies, even though I think it's personally overrated. It's really good, I but mean, it's, it's, not it's ama- It's amazing, it's just not, you know. It's, it's the a- best cat movie. It's not the star child of the Marvel Cinematic Universe that everyone thinks it is. It's still the best cap, though. Yeah. We can say that. So, we have
0: Secret Invasion, and it's coming out spring 2023. No official full date yet. (laughs)
1: Next up... So, wait, what do you think about Secret Invasion
0: before I move forward?
1: Based on everything you said, it it could be really good, honestly. But, again, a lot of things that just hamper my expectations are just the mediocre output especially with some of the shows yeah so i'm like this should have been a movie for, for an event like secret invasion that's this big i mean you do require a lot of setup with a concept like secret invasion but <laughs> wait is this the one that they're doing a movie or i mean a show and then a movie or am i thinking of a different project
0: you're thinking of green lantern and green
1: lantern completely separate universe huh yeah Because that could work for Secret Invasion, but I feel like for a comic event as big as Secret Invasion, I'm sorry, I need a movie for this.
0: I'm 50-50, because part of Secret Invasion's whole thing is that if they had to make Secret Invasion a movie, it would have to be like an Infinity War level movie, because of how big in its scope it was. Yeah. So I feel
1: like if you're going to do it and you're not going to do a movie, then you make it low-key which you could do it like like Age of Ultron where it's like the like the marker in the middle before your big 10 year spanning event.
0: No, what I mean though is that it would require far more setup like Infinity War. That's
1: what that's what I'm saying. The setup that led to Age of Ultron could be put right there and then you lead up to the next one because I, honestly like it could be a big event and they're and just by making it a show, I don't think they're taking it in that direction because because in the infinity saga we had three avengers movies and then the multiple four that's right yeah and whereas in this one we're only getting two yeah so that's that's my biggest problem (laughs) with it Hmm. is that it it, it's the project deserves a lot more than that and not seeing that is kind of disheartening
0: yeah so they did actually release a trailer for secret invasion And, um, it was only for people in the audience, and unfortunately, there have been no good descriptions that I can find, and the only footage is blurry as all fuck, where you can't- you literally can't see shit. So, um, we're just gonna have to wait until we get an official anything about Secret Invasion's trailer. But there was a trailer for it, so, uh, yeah, but we didn't go to Comic-Con, because, you know, we're broke but also don't have time for it. <laughs> so uh, we don't know what that trailer is, so we are just going to move. Wait. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we're just not gonna yeah. know. Moving on to our second, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp, Mania. That had a trailer leak. And so the trailer basically is that let me see where is the fucking so there is a leaked photo of scott reading his uh new book called uh, Look lookout for the little guy
1: yes that that one has come out everywhere and it's hilarious
0: yes yeah, so not only does he have a podcast but he also has a book which is very interesting
1: i'm almost convinced that he got a ghostwriter for that i'm not i am you can't convince me that he wrote that whole thing himself i'm sorry he had a ghostwriter write it for him
0: you think louise
1: Oh my god, that would be hilarious if it was him.
0: So, there's that. I'm trying to find where is the full... So, I can't find the trailer breakdown. All I've been finding is the plot leaks for the movie.
1: (laughs) Then it probably got taken down.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm only finding the plot leaks. So, I will say, since you probably don't want to hear the plot leaks. You don't or do? No. So... From what I've seen of the plot weeks, this movie does look to be interesting. And what I know from the trailer is that we do see Kang in it. And he does, and Scott says, I'm an Avenger. And Kang says, you're an Avenger? Have I killed you before? Which is a pretty good line. (laughs) And it should be interesting because this is about exploring the quantum realm. And we know that the entire Ant fam is gonna be a part of it scott hope janet hank and cassie who most likely would be the superhero stature and we know the main villains are going to be kang and Modoc.
1: oh they're bringing Modoc in
0: yes however the rumor is is that corey stole is going to be playing Modoc. if you remember corey corey stole played darren cross yellow jacket so i think they're merging the two huh because remember yellow Uh, jacket technically didn't die yeah oh man i it's not gonna so if this is true then it's not gonna be george tarleton
1: okay so it's gonna be a completely separate like it will most likely be darren cross so
0: from what it so if i can imagine this they did say that cross's suit and cross's pin particles were far more unstable so what I imagine happened is that when he went subatomic, he compressed his body, and it's now, like, deformed, so, like, his head is, like, crushed into the suit, while his, like, legs and his arms kind of, like, shriveled up, and now he kind of just, like, floats there. Okay. I think that's what pr- I mean, if Corey Stoll is playing Modoc, then that has to be it. Yeah. We'll
1: see. Uh, that could be interesting. I just, you know, Marvel hasn't really been treating its villains that great. Well, I mean, frankly, aside from obvious examples like Killmonger, Thanos, Loki, like, they don't really... Arthur are Hero, Hero as well. They don't really treat their villains with that much staying power. I mean, They don't even let their villains live! <laughs> which, you know... Doesn't happen in the comics, but you know, that's a symptom of the medium that it's stuck in. It's actually
0: kind of crazy. Ant-Man is the only series where the villains haven't died yet. Yeah. None of the main villains <clears throat> die.
1: That is true. That is true. Even though I would like for the annoying villains in the second movie to die, because ugh, Rangers
0: God. are they returning in armor wars.
1: Ugh. Kill them then, please.
0: So, yeah, but anyways. So... They also showed Bill Murray is going to be in the movie, presumably, from what the description of the trailer that I read, looks like he's a king of sorts, and that he knows Janet.
2: Huh.
0: So, it's probably the king of that city we see in the background of uh, the Quantum Realm, which in the comics is known as Chronopolis, which is a city run by King. Hmm. So, should be really interesting. Um... I have heard from the plot leaks that this will be very Infinity War-esque in tone and in scale. In scale? Uh... And from what I've read of the plot leaks, when they mean tone and scale, there's no way I can accurately describe it without spoilers. But don't think of it as scale as in, Big as in Infinity War scale, but more as in big as in what Infinity War meant moving forwards.
1: Oh, okay. Mm. Alright. <clears throat> That's
0: what I've read, and it sounds to be fairly interesting. If this movie goes well, it will be a very good start to Phase 5. Okay. Because that <clears throat> will be the first film of Phase 5.
1: Okay. Well, let's move on, and I want to talk about a project that I'm actually interested in, because all of these projects that I don't have any interest in are bumming me out. Yes. Let's get into She-Hulk, please. Yes, so She-Hulk came out with its second trailer. And uh, let's just say the in- the comedy might actually appeal to me here, because, you know, it, it appears like it's going to be very comedic in tone. As it should be. Not like... Thor: love and thunder which should not have been as comedic as it was but it looks like it's going to be appropriately fitted here
0: yes and we're having the original fourth
1: wall breaking marvel
0: character making fourth wall breaks which oh boy i
1: don't know how they're going to explain that without just oh yeah that's just a thing she does it's just
0: it's legitimately probably just going to be that's a thing that happens
1: yeah which i mean i actually saw one of the featurettes and had a really good fourth wall break for her and I actually did find that kind of money
0: yeah um, I am really interested um, <laughs> she's like I have a massive conflict in, ir- in interest my client tried to kill my cousin Bruce yeah that's fine oh <laughs> which in my opinion yeah that makes perfect sense yeah um, it's gonna be very interesting seeing all the superheroes that she'll be dealing with because it really seems like she doesn't want to be a superhero but everyone's like you're as strong as the Hulk we need you because we saw Wong and Daredevil show up in this show. Yeah. And so should be very interesting. I wonder if, you know, Jessica Jones will show up. We still don't know who Megan the Stallion's character is gonna be.
1: Yeah. Because who is that one actress that played that's playing that one character that burst through the what is it? Jamila it's Jam- Jamil?
0: It's Jamila Jamil, she's playing Titania.
1: Okay.
0: Who in the comics got her superpowers from Doom during the original Secret Wars event, not the 2015 version. Okay. So yeah, it should be really interesting. It looks like that we're gonna be seeing a lot more superpowered people just existing. And I wonder if this is going to be them pointing out that mutants are starting to become a thing or that... I wonder what's going to be the precipitating event that this show describes that will make it so that more powered people
1: start to exist the one thing that i would like i would like it to introduce like a wacky like d-list character frogman okay yeah frogman yeah like have a cameo of like a ridiculous character that nobody knows about but like the fans will know oh yeah this the introduction of this is just for us like the use of calendar man in the suicide squad he was only there for like five seconds to make fun of polka dot man i want interactions like that
0: well i wouldn't say calendar man is the best option because calendar man for the past like 10 years has been a very serious batman villain one that is not a joke in the slightest and one that is actually extremely terrifying so i wouldn't say calendar man is the best op- now, option but i know what you're talking about
1: like yeah like his, his like the use of that cameo was hilarious you remember the one i'm talking yes. about yes But um,
0: I think uh, it's going to be Frogman. The one that we saw in the first trailer, I think Frogman will be that character. Yeah. Because in the comics, Frogman's dad was a villain, and Frogman, if I had to repeat that, but then didn't want to, so he's a superhero. Hmm. And he has this frog suit, and it's a whole thing. So we got Frogman! But it should be really interesting with Wong who seems to be taking his job as the sorcerer supreme a lot more seriously than strange did when it comes to investigating superpowered occurrences across the across earth with him appearing in shang chi and now him appearing in this so should be interesting yep um i saw have you seen the poster where it's like um i go green so you can make
1: green no i have not seen that
0: yeah yeah, it's called superheroes need a lawyer, and it says call today one eight one eight seven seven. She Hulk, I go green, so you get green.
1: Oh God, that's so corny.
0: I love, I love it. it. It's so good. This is this is this is one I'm actually excited for.
1: Like, this one's probably gonna be a lot cheesier than uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, but I feel like it's gonna be totally appropriate. Yes, but. Like, to be honest, like this is the one like project that was unveiled that had like a, a trailer that I actually liked.
0: Considering it's one of the only ones with a trailer that actually was released to the public.
1: <laughs> yeah, but overall, this is actually the one project I'm actually like looking forward to, not just because it's coming out in a couple months. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's move on to uh, let's move on to Wakanda Forever
0: i am Um, sorry
1: disney but uh all your marketing magic is not gonna work on me my third eye is opened and i can see through your marketing tricks so (laughs) so obviously like they did a really good job with the uh with the use of songs and this and the like the displaying both um namor's uh civilization and wakanda
0: yeah so um it, the name civilization is not called Atlantis, it is instead called how am I gonna pronounce this?
1: I can pronounce it.
0: It is uh, a Wait, let me see.
1: Yeah, that's about right.
0: Yeah, Tolokan. Which is Aztec. Yeah. Or Mayan, depending on I will uh Teno said that he had to learn a Mayan language for this, so I'm assuming Tilo teal is going to be more of a mayan inspired word anyways yes. should be very interesting um the trailer you can see the giant chadwick boseman sized hole
1: like in let's be trailer. let's be honest here the the biggest problem with this trailer is that it shows nothing it really doesn't show anything concerning the plot what characters are going to be prominent well i actually think it does it's just not vocalized. I mean, obviously what they're doing is a whole like like wordless storytelling type trailer, but I don't think it works here. It it just I think it did work because well,
0: first of all, the two songs that they used is a Bob Marley song and a Kendrick Lamar song spliced together. One is I think it's Don't Cry Woman. I believe that's what it's called. I mean,
1: the songs work really well in the trailer. That's that's It was used really well. Like, no,
0: but what I'm saying is the songs are going to dictate what the scenes meant in the trailer. Yeah. Is what I mean. So, like, Don't Cry Woman is about... For a while, people thought it was about, like, making fun of women. But no, it's about Bob Marley talking about... How women are strong and how women have gone through so much pain and heartache, specifically black women. Which is going to be definitely referenced in the fact that Queen Ramona literally screams about the fact that her entire family is dead. I mean, Sherry's sure, dealing with the death of her brother. Riri Williams will most definitely be dealing with some form of loss that will come from this plot. Meanwhile, the second song is about we're going to be all right which is about how things may look bleak now in the black community but we're going to be all right things are going to get better and it was a really powerful song that was used in a lot of blm um, marches and protests and so i think that's what this story is about it is about the mourning of the loss of t'challa and mourning in general but how even though we've gone through all of this we are strong, we are powerful, and we're going to be fine. I think this movie is going to be about the grieving process more than anything else.
1: Yeah, that's probably going to be displayed fairly well, but as far as the plot is concerned, between, like, obviously this, mo- this trailer is leading with the possibility of conflict between Tulokan Khan and Wakanda, which... got nothing there i'm sorry nothing grips me there i'm sorry well so
0: i've seen the plot leaks for the story and it's pulling off of a comic book storyline Well, it's pulling off of multiple comic book storylines but it will have in my opinion what will be a satisfying conclusion from what i've read the plot itself does seem interesting in that it's the main thing that i'll say it is about how The United States is going to pull United States shenanigans.
1: Huh. Oh, God, see... You know uh, what I mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. See, oh, that was... God, the fact that we're going to have, again, Chadwick Boseman missing is a really big... Like, it's going to hamper down this movie a lot, and... It's...
0: I actually think that the use of Chadwick Boseman's death in this movie will be very realistic with the fact that america's gonna america yeah. because the death of a strong powerful leader and then america swoops on in is way too realistic and i think makes perfect sense considering how yeah. mcu earth is currently
1: so are your opinions shifting about this movie
0: yes it's uh, shifting more towards this really does have potential okay as for one well i don't think this movie is going to be overly comedic it can't be It really cannot be it would be wholly inappropriate which is kind of after thor love and thunder i kind of started to warm up to the idea of this film because i realized that i at least won't have to go through that mm-hmm. the frustration of serious scenes being hampered down by shitty comedy i know ryan coogler knows how much this means to black people specifically and he knows he's going to have to treat this with the utmost of respect
1: yeah, because that's the first time that we've s- like seen like announced fully to the public that his direct- directorial role is going to be par- attached to this movie
0: well we've known since we the we've, we've known
1: release, but yeah, but this is the first time it's been like announced to the public like, yeah so again, my your opinions are coming from the fact that the plot skinning has gotten leaked. my perspective yeah. is from. This trailer didn't give me anything.
0: Yeah, since I know from like, what the plot is leaked, I, I can say looking at the scenes in the trail, I'm like, ah, I see how that could interact.
1: Whereas I'm just here, like, okay, but what what's going on here? Like, yeah, like I have nothing to base any opinions off of because nothing hooks me. I'm sorry. Yeah, this... the big the big
0: hook is supposed to be the mystery of who's like, the
1: next Black Panther. So. so I I will say this. The trailer is really good. It just doesn't fulfill the purpose of a trailer for me. Yeah. Because, like, mind you, it's done... Like, the music complements the trailer really well. But that's why I make fun of, like, this all being a marketing gimmick. is because there's no substance there for me.
0: Yeah. The main plot they're really trying to grip you is just Wakanda versus T'Lokan. But... And also, I will say this. So... Again, I think the music was used wonderfully there. Like, like so there is one thing I do want to mention, because um, so Wakanda is a landlocked country. Yeah, and there's a giant tidal wave. Uh huh. That hit Wakanda. Uh huh. So I want you to think about this for a second. Where did that water come from?
1: Earthquakes underwater.
0: You know what I'm talking about. Yeah they're about to flood half of the african's continent with water this is going to be a massive
1: genocide Yeah, i don't know how they're going to pull it off if you're if you're saying they're ambitious as as you think they are like they could they could i just again i I have nothing I, i i can't commentate on this trailer because it's Nothing but pretty marketing and and things it's that very won't... Avatar, like um, you know. Yeah, you're right. It's very Avatar-esque. It, it's it's I mean,
0: like Avatar, whatever of water.
1: Oh yeah, the way of water. That way trailer, of water. Yeah. Yeah, it's very similar to that. I mean, mind you, that's not a good comparison to make around me because I don't like Avatar. No, I'm saying it's the trailers. The <laughs> no, trailers the, the tra- are very similar. No, the trailers the sense, are very similar in the yeah. sense
0: that if I watch this trailer without knowing the plot leaks ahead of time. I would feel how you feel, because how you feel is how I feel about Avatar Way of Water. I don't know what the fuck is happening.
1: Yeah, exactly. And they did practically the same thing, except, you know, the music's better in the Wakanda Forever trailer.
0: Exactly. So. And that Wakanda Forever would probably be a better movie, because Avatar was really shit, and all it had was pretty visuals, and that's it. Yeah,
1: uh, the only reason people like Avatar is because it looked pretty in 2009. yeah. And also it's like everyone acknowledges it's a pocahontas ripoff yeah which uh is problematic in and of itself exactly like do you remember the main plot of avatar and their quest to gr- to get all the uno- wasn't uno- it
0: wasn't it literally like a crippled u.s soldier getting put into the body of one of those aliens and then he realized wow, our colonialist efforts are actually really fucking horrible and damaging.
1: I'm now going to rebel. Viva la revolution! Like, do you remember the name of the protagonist in Avatar? No. Exactly. You don't remember (laughs) the name Jake Sully because he is that forgettable. I only remember it so I can make this comparison to people to their face.
0: Yeah, no. Like, I, I mean, I watched Avatar and I thought it was boring as all fuck.
1: Yes, it's an extremely boring movie. It's just very pretty looking. It looked pretty in 2009.
0: Yeah, not anymore.
1: Not anymore. What Water
0: looks pretty, though? I mean, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's how I feel about Wakanda Forever. It does look very pretty, but because I know of the the main... I believe the main detracting force from this movie will be the title character itself.
1: Yeah. Because of the fact... Has there been any speculation as to who could be at the end of the trailer?
2: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Is it as bad as your facial expressions imply it is?
0: The decision that I've seen in the plot leaks is one that will be very controversial, but not for the reason you're thinking.
1: Okay, so you you think you... I think you know where my mind is heading. Yes, and I will say that, um... It's not the one I'm thinking of, is it? No. Okay, good. It is. Oh, wait. It is? But it isn't. But it... Okay, yeah. If I cross that line and ask more questions, I'm getting into some spoilery territory. It is
0: and it isn't. Which is why I say it'll be controversial, but not for what you think it is. Okay. So... So overall... I think this movie is actually going to be pretty interesting. has potential. Please fix your goddamn trailer. And this is also supposed to cap off Phase 4. That I also have a problem with. Yes, I do have a massive problem with the fact that Phase 4 is ending with Wakanda Forever. Because regardless of whether Wakanda Forever is going to be good or not, I do not believe this movie can bookend a phase. Most phases are ended with an Avengers movie. This is going to be strictly isolated to Wakanda, as it should, but that's not how you book phase. I mean,
1: remember, like, Avengers, like, there should have been, like, two Avengers, so let's just go ahead and, this is going to spin off into a separate conversation, so let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Let's talk about how uh, Marvel is structuring their next phases in the coming future. So, with the multiverse saga, it's going to span all the way to twenty twenty five, which is in three years, yes. So, I have problems with this. One, the Infinity Saga lasted ten years, yeah, and mind you, they are filling the uh, they're filling their uh, future timeline of projects to be comparable to the amount that they released in the Infinity Saga. But there is also a problem with that. They're just shoving projects out, and it's the, let's face it. We you've heard our criticisms of the past. Uh, phase four projects and oh those poor vfx artists i'm just gonna say that
0: before Um, we get to the vfx artists, i do want to say that kevin feige has clapped back to your responses in record time he uh he says that the truth is when we were doing phase one two and three there were less projects over more years They were smaller projects and individual character stories and it felt appropriate at that point that after every two or three years that it took for a phase we could do an avengers film as phase four five and six were coming together there are more projects in less years because of all the amazing stuff we're now allowed to do on disney plus plus getting characters from fox from fox fantastic four deadpool and that it felt like certainly after infinity War and went an end game that we thought avengers movies aren't capers so many of our movies so many of our movies now wait is he supposed to say capers or cappers Cap- it's,
1: probably cappers
0: c-a-p-p-e-r-s cappers yeah so they aren't we thought avengers movies aren't cappers so many of our movies now multiverse madness and what you're about to see in ant-man and the wasp quantumania which is why i said it's kind of like infinity war are all big team-up films introducing big parts of the mythology avenger films should really be the capper to a saga Marvel's con con panel... Blah, 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 huh? See,
1: I don't even agree with that, because, like, Avengers is the big team. They're the team. And to only bring them together... Like, they don't get to have, like... Like, objectives in between massive saga-level events. Yeah. I... Oof, God, I have problems with that.
0: So my main issue with how this saga's been structured, and I agree with you, the Avengers movies are now no longer about... The Avengers. They're more just a general this is going to be big team up movie. This like this is supposed yeah. to be like the giant tent pole pointing at big team up right here. And less about the fact that the Avengers was a team, an organization with many different members and many different histories and stories that come with the team and the different eras of the team, and now it's more just shorthand for crossover movie. It's kind of like how, in some ways, DC, whenever they have the big, big, big company-wide events, which are the Crisis, Crisis on, infer- crisis on Infinite Earths, Zero Hour Crisis in Time, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis, things like that, that was the big tentpole, like, this is the big event! Not Justice League X thing, but Crisis! And I feel like Marvel is taking Avengers and trying to make it synonymous with Crisis.
1: Yeah, I see what you mean with that.
0: but uh, And I don't necessarily agree with that because the Avengers is a team.
1: Yeah, like for like, this isn't even a criticism of Phase 4 through 6 itself. That could be applied to Phase 1 through 3 as well. Yeah. What's, what's the other time in, um, in the Infinity Saga that we see Avengers being a team outside of the Avengers movies? That's the only Avengers 2.5.
0: That yeah captain america 3 which is avengers
1: 2.5 yeah and outside of that we have that one scene in ant-man where he fights falcon and that's it that's all that we really see that of avengers relevant like scenes
0: yeah the avengers in marvel really hasn't been a team even canonically within the time frame the avengers weren't a team for long yeah the like from 2012 to 2016 they were a team.
1: Yeah. And then they broke up in 2016. That's only four fucking years. And also, the big thing is that one thing that DC actually does well that Marvel doesn't is that it implies that they do things outside of their movies that are superhero related. Like, you've got dialogue in the Suicide Squad that implies that, oh, Superman fights more than just Zod. Perhaps. Yeah,
0: like, Superman fought Blackguard, and Blackguard just literally sent him to the fucking ER.
1: Oh, you mean Bloodsport? Bloodsport, Yes. Bloodsport is the one that shot him and sent him to the ER. I think you've been making that mistake for a couple months. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, no. Bloodsport was the one that sent him to the ER, and then you've got literally an entire pantheon of Batman's. Like, I will even say this:
0: the original Suicide Squad even did this well by showing so- Batman <laughs> and the Flash capturing villains.
1: Somehow they did something right. Yeah, because like, like again, to reference something I said earlier in, in the episode, like. We got a cameo from Goddamn Calendar Man. Like, Calendar Man is a meme. You you see how he gets made fun of. I really don't like that comparison.
0: Because Calendar Man, as of recently, has actually been a very serious villain. (laughs) For the past couple years he has been. So Calendar Man being a meme is very dated. It's like how Kite Man is a meme. Kite Man used to be a meme. Now he's actually, you know, a fully-fledged character that is actually,
1: you know, I less mean, of a meme. I mean, have you seen how they characterized him in the Harley Quinn? Movie? Harley Quinn's a meme in and of itself, though. The show, you mean? Yes! Yep. Oh, yeah, it is. It so is that entire... doesn't count. No, it does, because that's the one serious character in the entire goddamn show. Well, I'm
0: talking mainly about comics, which is where everyone derives their whether characters are meme or not. Okay. And so... Yeah, but no, I totally agree that DC did really well in
1: showing that the superheroes are superheroes. You know, I, I, I can make a couple other comparisons that'll probably be better. How about characters like Eraser Man and Condiment King? Yeah. There we go. Wasn't Condiment
0: King in the Batman? I think they showed a civilian persona.
1: I would have to look really hard to verify I
0: think that. her civilian persona of... I remember hearing something about Kahneman King was in the Batman.
1: You have to dig really hard to verify that for me. <laughs>
0: yeah. But, yeah, well, even even in the Batman, it's implied that Bruce Wayne has fought other
1: people and has been doing this, and that the events we see isn't the first. I mean, he literally goes to the Joker to find out, okay, how does this man think? How am I supposed to defeat the Riddler? Exactly. Meanwhile, with Marvel... Oh, wait, no, wait. That was, that uh, was, a, deleted was a deleted scene. It was a deleted scene. But me. it still implies the same point that I'm making. Yeah, meanwhile,
0: think about it. The only events that we know the Avengers did that wasn't shown was before they took out Baron Von Strucker at the beginning of Age of Ultron, they were fighting Hydra cells. And we only know of that because of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah. Like, that's the reason why I think I'm, like kind of into like She-Hulk as a concept is because it's going to show us that maybe the MCU is a bit wider of a concept than we thought. Because the the Suicide Squad did that extremely well because it showed off a bunch of villains that were captured and then it killed half of them. I think this is why I'm actually going to be... I think this is why I'm actually excited for
0: Marvel Zombies is because it's going to finally allow us to see a world where the characters that we meet are doing things... That we don't see, and that's fine. Yeah. I think that's why I'm mainly excited for Marvel Zombies. Because we're finally going to get a cast of characters where they're going to be able to live their lives, and they've had lives that they lived that we only get to see pieces of, because that's how it should work if you have a character that's supposed to be in a world that's lived in. They should have experiences that we just haven't seen, but we know happened. Yeah. And I think that's going to be very... But to, I feel like that's something that's very lost with the Avengers, even back during Phase One, Two, and Three.
1: Yeah, because like as good as the universe is, it does not feel larger than it like appears.
0: Like even I like even She-Hulk. My one my initial reservation was the fact that we're gonna start seeing a whole bunch of like super powered characters, and given how the MCU was structured, you almost feel reflexively like where did this character come from why weren't they in x things beforehand because marvel has set it up to be that every event that we see is the big event and nothing happens in between
1: yeah
0: yeah Which... like even in thor love and thunder where thor is going to space and being caught by nick fury i mean we know what he was doing during that time he was just looking for infinity stones because of his vision in age voltron but that's really it ragnarok implies he went to the other nine realms and he saw, found chaos but we don't really see anything that proved that point versus when we hear about a character being a superhero for a while in dc we actually do see like you know they did actually do something that was reflected in the world
1: yeah but ultimately the biggest problem is just why are these phases only lasting one year that that's a huge problem especially when 10 years of our life have been associated with three phases and to diminish them i mean mind you one could argue hey they're pumping out a lot of projects which could be comparable to those of the to the amount of projects that were uh, put out in those other phases and i'm like that's still a problem because they're shoving out mediocrity and uh that's also a problem that i've been vocally addressing yeah and I do agree,
0: because I looked back on like the like one of the last big Comic Con panels they had, and they did that whole timeline thing. When that timeline thing came out, it had years of projects. Like it started in like 2016 and didn't end until 2019. Yeah. That was the timeline. But we get one timeline, and it's just one year of projects alone. Which is a lot. Not even
1: counting the Sony stuff. Which, I want to ignore that right now. <laughs> Gonna be honest with you, I'm in a pretty bad mood right now, and I don't want to think about Sony right now. But,
0: yeah, so it's definitely bothersome, the way they're handling things, which is why we should now talk about all the things
1: they did announce. So, for one, let's... Um... We pretty much have a grasp on everything that's coming out this year. 2022, um... Let me th- we have, uh... Or 2023. Uh, I was
0: going to say, 2022, we have I Am Group, Shiolk Attorney at Law, Grove by Night. Uh, I'm sorry, Hatton, I'm sorry. We're, kind of we're going to get to that.
1: We're going to get to that because <laughs> I am now convinced that is never coming out this year. I promise you, give me until September 10th. Give me until September. I am not waiting until D twenty three, a (laughs) solid month before it's supposedly going to come out. To verify, they are not going to announce a project a month before its release.
0: I promise you, Final Fight
1: Night is real. I I swear. I'm sorry. After the events of this weekend, I cannot be convinced anymore. I promise it's it's real. (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) It's not a (laughs) a meme. I swear no the halloween special's gonna happen
0: i promise
1: no it it can't if it didn't get announced today (laughs) they announced literally projects in 2025 and they haven't announced this yet i'm sorry i swear my my foot is in the ground you can cope and seethe all you want (laughs) today has been my verification that this project no longer exists
0: i swear it does i promise it exists it's real i swear i'm not crazy there is werewolf by night werewolf by night will be the mcu halloween special october 31st of this year i promise you i'm not crazy it is real it's a real project i promise
1: are you okay?
0: <laughs> I promise you it's a real project. I swear to God. Werewolf oh. we'll Idea is real. I I'm promise. So-
1: I'm sorry. This t- this weekend was your last chance for <laughs> any news to come out on it, and uh, it hasn't come out. so Give me uh, until September 10th. I am not waiting until September ends. I'm Give sorry. Give me until September 10th, please. No. No, you are not waking me up when September ends. I am sorry. That is not okay. <clears throat> I think this I think this project has been officially deconfirmed for this year my guy. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I
1: promise it's real. I swear to god.
0: You'll see. You'll all see. You'll all see. I promise. Y'all see! I'll have the last laugh when A Werewolf by Night releases on October 31st, 2020! I promise!
1: I sure hope it doesn't come out in 2020. Face <laughs> is, is, is all that copium getting to your head? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving it. on.
0: So, so... Wakanda Forever. So, this is something that's actually confused me. Is the holiday special or Wakanda Forever the ending of Phase 4?
1: Huh. Because the holiday special is supposed to be canon. Yes, and it's supposed to happen Christmas. Yeah. They might just tail it off at the holiday special and just put a neat little bow at the end.
0: So then that means Phase 5 will begin with Craven the Hunter.
1: Don't include Sony in this. You know how what kind of mood I'm in right now.
0: So Phase 5 will start with Aemon and the Quantum Mania. What if Season 2 was announced? Yes, your an Invasion. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. They did show us a trailer for that. <laughs> Unfortunately, not available to the public. But from what I've heard, uh, Will Poulter, Adam Warlock was shown. 2014 Gamora is now in charge of the Ravagers huh that could actually be interesting so um she's gonna be part of the ravagers uh peter quill star lord he's trying to rekindle this romance with her but she's like i don't know who you are i don't know you like that so there's that and it seems that the main villain because we saw him at kong kong uh the high evolutionary chowuk uh i forgot how to pronounce his name but he was in Peacemaker.
1: Oh wait, was he the one that played, uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Savant? No, 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 Savant was played by Michael Rooker. Okay, then yeah, then I'm thinking of someone else. No. Who, do, who did he play? I gotta look him up. I don't know. Because I don't, I don't recognize the name. Uh, I
0: recognize, uh, how do I pronounce his name? It's, Chiburi Uji. Okay. Shibuta Iwuji, he is famous for playing, um, give me a second, uh, he played, uh, Clemson Mern, who was a mercenary, Mm. but he's going to be playing the High Evolutionary. Hold on, there has to be something he else he's in that I... I know he's more popular for something else. Ah! Found he it? was in John Wick 2. Huh. Yeah, he was in John Wick 2. And he was also in uh, King Lear. Alongside Anthony Hopkins, Emma Thompson, and Florence Pugh. Anyways, so he's going to be playing the High Evolutionary who in the comics is a human named Herbert Windham who is obsessed with evolving humanity. So he creates like half-human, half-animal hybrids. Um, he, uh, he's responsible for Pietro and Wanda being who they are on Wondagore Mountain.
2: Huh.
0: And so oh, it's, boy. it's looking like he's going to be Rocket's creator.
1: More Hydra involvement. <laughs> no 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 he's not a hydra thing okay no i said in the comics oh in the comics okay no no no! i said in the comics he's i don't want to see more hydra i'm sorry i think hydra's (laughs) (laughs) we'll
0: actually get to that later on but anyways i think he's going to be playing rocket's creator okay and so he apparently he came on the comic con stage full garb and everything like he was stalking on the stage he's like i can't wait to dissect all of you (laughs) So, I think it's gonna be... I think if the character... If he's excited to play this character, then... I'm gonna give it a shot.
1: I mean, if James Gunn's gonna be helming it again... I mean, he hasn't done a Guardians movie bad. If anything, I feel like they've gotten better every time, so... I still like the first over the second. See, I am willing to fight you on that, but... See, the thing is that the movies are so good, like... You can just point out any good thing about either movie, and they both exceed the other. Yeah. Because for me, two is the best because of the characters. Because... They make characters that were, like, practically mediocre in the first movie. They give them standout standout roles. Like, you don't remember Yondu or Nebula from the first movie. They shine in in the second movie in comparison. Yeah.
0: I wonder how Michael Rooker is going to appear in this movie. Oh, yeah, considering, you know. Flashback. Michael Rooker is in every James Gunn movie. He's going to be in this one. That's the only reason he was cast as savant yeah <clears throat> um, so the trailer it shows star lord it shows more it shows all of them it's mainly going to be focusing on rocket's
1: backstory um
0: it's supposed to be considered the end of the guardians
1: yeah because by the end of this they will be <clears throat> i believe they will be disbanding
0: yeah there it's not they haven't confirmed whether it'll be via deaths or just naturally parting ways dave batista has said this will be the last time he's playing drax so, potentially, because yeah. Because after,
1: after Thanos' death, we don't really have any way to go with yeah. his character.
0: Yeah. So... So, which is fine. So, Drax may die. Um, Groot is apparently going to be older in this. Like, more buff. Older. Looking more like Guardians 1 Groot. And so, overall, it looks good. No plot leaks have come out for this so i really wish we would get these trailers but apparently the reason marvel doesn't want to release them is because of the vfx aren't really that good and after the backlash that came from the she-hulk vfx they just don't want to deal with it huh. so we have that now let's get into all the other things that are supposed to come out so we got
1: echo moved to summer 2023 which she mean she performed really well I mean, I like I said when we first covered um, Hawkeye, I think her uh, acting is a lot better than uh, whoever played um, Macari, who have similar, like, they're under the same uh, like difficulties of acting because, yeah. because they're both playing mute characters. Deaf. Deaf, right.
0: So, should be interesting. We know yeah. that uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio will be in it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um The Marvels coming out July 28
1: twenty twenty-three. Which honestly, after how good Miss Marvel was, could be interesting.
0: Yeah. Loki coming Loki season two coming summer let's 2023.
1: face twenty twenty three. That's probably gonna be the biggest show from twenty twenty-three, let's be honest. It has
0: it. to be because of what Quantum Mania is. Then we got X-Men ninety seven season one, fall twenty twenty-three. Then we got Ironheart fall twenty twenty-three. The success of Ironheart is almost entirely dependent on the success of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Then we have uh, Madame Webb, October 6, 2023. Then we have Blade, November 3,
1: 2023. Oof, a lot. People are going to be comparing it to the original, and whew, it better be good.
0: Yeah. The originals was actually supposed to have Morbius in it. <laughs> I'm not memeing either. No,
1: no, I believe you considering the
0: premise of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we have uh, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, renamed from House of Harkness to Coven of Chaos. Which makes more sense because she's yeah. a witch. Yeah. Witches have covens. And that's supposed to come out winter 2023 slash 2024. And then we have <sighs> 2024 and beyond. Elmore Co! Coming out January 12, 2024. Which, oh boy, let's not even do get- so then we have daredevil born again spring 2024
1: this so, is going to be interesting so would it imply that up until the events of like phase four he's been dormant as a vigilante
0: i don't know i really don't it depends on what happens in she hulk yeah so it's going to be 18 episodes which oh my thank god. the fucking lord we're out of the six episodes thank god we're out of there finally finally
1: I mean... Salvation! That's about the length of... Like, if you consider that one was 50-minute... Like, the original Daredevil seasons were 50-minute episodes, and they had, like, 9 episodes. Having, like, uh, 18 30- to 40-minute episodes will probably treat the story well.
0: Yes, I'm really hopeful. Um, I hope it's rated TVMA. Since Marvel Zombies is rated TVMA and the original netflix shows are all rated tvma and are on disney plus i'm really hoping that this one is rated tvma
1: yeah i mean the restrictions for what can be put on disney plus are going down a lot considering they put both deadpools and logan on there
0: exactly um i like the title born again of course a reference to the fact that he is a christian and then also the fact that this is technically a soft reboot of sorts we don't know if it's a soft reboot or sequel and so i have high expectations for this show it needs to live up to the first three seasons it really has to it has to live up to it
1: because there was no seasonal rot in that show at all nope you can argue that definitely happened for jessica jones it did with season three season three was the worst one of the three yep The seasonal rot in
0: that show was really bad. Luke Cage experienced it. Iron Iron Fist actually
1: got better in season two than season one. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Luke Cage didn't diminish a lot, but it was noticeable.
0: It was noticeable, but not a lot. Bushmaster was still a great villain. (laughs) Yes. Stokes! Oh my god. (laughs) But, yes. So, I have high expectations. This needs to be good. It has It has to be good. If it is not good, then... And,
1: you know, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I, I, I'm really hoping that Phase 4 is them just taking baby steps, honestly, into this. Well, this saga. is no
0: longer Phase 4. This is now Phase no, that's 5. No,
1: that's what I'm saying is that it looks like all the good projects are going to be coming in Phase 5. And to be honest, they're going to have to work really hard in Phase 5 to keep a lot of people in. Because yeah. a lot of people are losing hope, us included. Yeah. Like, remember, we did a whole rant last weekend oh boy it's not looking great for for the rest of phase four i mean mind you everything that we covered in wakanda forever could be interesting but that's mainly coming from your my interpretation of your perspective yeah and not my perspective which is good god the marketing in this trailer was really good but i got a whole lot of nothing Yep. so we got daredevil born
0: again then we got captain america new world order may 3rd 2024 i think this is going to be a return of hydra Oh, boy. (laughs) Reason being is this. New World Order, as you already know, is a far-right dog whistle. Yep. And the first, and this is going to be about, this is going to be the first Captain America movie with Sam Wilson, a black man, as Captain America. We know Red Skull is now free and running around the universe because of the fact that uh, the Soul Stone is now destroyed. And, um,
1: you know... I think it's going to be... Considering that he's not even... Like, is he even attached to his mortal be- being anymore? Is he just, like, this wandering entity? I think he... Well, I think he's still alive. I mean, he's still alive, but, like, based on, like, what we see... Because, like, obviously, like, his like his mortal body was supposedly destroyed in the first Captain America movie. Does that mean, like, he's just now in a mortal, like... Wandering being that can just—I have no clue. I really because it could—that could be an interesting concept. It could be, but because, I think this is because you could very easily write him to be oh, he's no longer tied to his physical being anymore. He just is this immortal god and just poses that much bigger of a threat. Yeah. In fact, that would actually fix one like not like fix entirely, but would fix for Red Skull the problem I have with villains lacking staying power. Yeah. So, this should be an interesting movie.
0: I believe this is also going to be the movie where Joaquin Torres, who we saw in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, takes, takes on a, the Falcon This was when he takes on the Falcon persona, I'm assuming, and should be very interesting. New World Order. I believe this has to be HYDRA.
1: It kind of has to be, If yeah. it's
0: not HYDRA, then it's the Serpent Society, which, if you remember, was what's supposed to be Captain America 3 before they decided, yeah,
1: no, it's Civil War oh god why did they do civil war so early oh my god i'm still like mind you civil war was a was a all right movie it was really good but man looking back that lineup of superheroes was absolutely pathetic
0: yeah next we have thunderbolts coming out july 26 2024 and so Uh, nothing really new we can discuss there that we already already haven't I would say we need to be looking out throughout the rest of these series to see because it has been noted by many people that the font of the Thunderbolts is the Avengers font, huh? And that this may actually be an Avengers esque movie. Huh. So we may should be looking out for buildups to Thunderbolts before we look at build up to
1: King Dynasty. I guess and it comes uh, out a full year
0: before King Dynasty
1: I guess we'll have to see because I mean that might just lean into like how official the team is considering you know it's under a main military organization so yeah
0: we'll have to look out throughout I think the shows that we should look out for for Thunderbolts the shows and movies is She-Hulk Wakanda Forever Quantumania Secret Invasion Echo, Ironheart, uh, Daredevil, and Captain America, I think these are the ones you should look out for for potential Thunderbolt recruits. Yeah. After Thunderbolts, we have Marvel Zombies coming out 2024.
1: Which we have discussed in length already.
0: We have Spider-Man coming out 2024. As we've also discussed. Then we have Fantastic Four. Which Which will be the start start of of Phase phase 6. And Kevin Feige has come out and confirmed that it will not be an origin story.
1: Which... Thank God for that. So, once again, we know next to nothing. Which would have to imply that we have to see some of the Fantastic Four in other uh, projects in order to introduce them properly.
0: Exactly. Because there have been rumors that the Thing is going to be in She-Hulk. Which, that would be funny. It would be. Because we need Hulk and Thing interactions. Exactly. So All I know is that uh, Peyton Reed has left the team. So, oh. he's not going to be making Fantastic Four? Okay. So I don't know. So, But, yeah, that's supposed to be Star Phase Six. Armor Wars, to be determined. They did confirm that it's still being made. The creator did come out and say it's still being made. Okay. Just wasn't shown off at Comic Con.
1: Are we missing any other shows? Because, I mean, I know Armor Wars was on like the deep end of the first initial shows revealed.
0: So, then we also have Deadpool 3 coming up.
1: Yeah.
0: Then we have uh, Spider Woman. We have. Venom 3. We have Silk. We have the Wakanda series. We have the Ten Rings series. We have Wonder Man. We have Nova. Those are all the projects that we have coming out. Obviously, there's What If Season 3, Spider-Man Sophomore Year, X-Men 97 Season 2, I Am Groot Season 2. We know all these things exist. But now let's just get to the two big ones the two big phase six announcements that we weren't expecting to come out but Avengers 5 and Avengers 6 Avengers the Kang Dynasty releasing May 2nd 2025 and Avengers 6 Avengers Secret Wars releasing November 7th 2025 only six
1: months in between releases Honestly, that could probably work out just fine, because they're probably going to be filmed simultaneously. They will be most likely filmed simultaneously.
0: We know that Daniel Destin Cretton, uh, the um, director, director of Shang-Chi, is going to be directing King Daishi. Excuse me. And so we have that. And we do know that there are multiple missing slots on the Phase 6 calendar, um let me count there's a fall 2024 slot before fantastic four that's missing there is another fall 2024 slot after fantastic four that's missing a winter 2024 that's missing a winter 2025 that's missing a spring 2025 that's missing a spring 20 another spring 2025 that's missing then we have avengers 5 the king dynasty on may 2nd then we have a summer 2025 release another summer 2025 release and then we have avengers secret wars on november 7th i believe that many of these releases will be the aforementioned trademark leaks which would be captain america red white and black nomad black knight origins celestial's end of time uh, um, midnight suns and shang chi and the wreckage of time I believe those shows, plus Wonder Man, Nova, any, any conglomeration of these shows will be it. We also have to remember Spider-Man 4 is in the works, and will probably come out before these Avengers films. Kind of has to, right? Exactly. So we know we have a bunch of stuff in the works. Yeah. Damn, that article that said Marvel had 30 plus projects in the works was not lying.
1: Again, I'm just going to briefly expand on what we talked about earlier these Avengers movies should have been set two years later. We need a bigger lineup if we're gonna be getting Secret Wars. Which, you know, is the massive multiversal war among each universe to stay alive. Yeah, no, I'm sorry.
0: Like, I'm looking at, uh, I'm looking at everything from Phase 4 to now. Including all the Sony stuff as well. We have a lot of characters, but the issue is how many of them are even going to be alive by secret wars specifically not the heroes but their villains because a big part of secret wars wasn't the heroes just fighting each other it was villains in the comic books you had thanos who was running around you had the zombies running around you had mr sinister and his faction you had the maker you had Dr. Doom, you had so many different factions running across Battleworld, villain and hero. And uh, even if you pull in some of the Fox characters from the Fantastic Four and X-Men, and even some of the older stuff like the Ang Lee Hulk film, the shitty Howard the Duck film, the 60s Captain America's films, the other Spider-Man films, I don't know. Yeah. Even if we pull in Miles Morales' stuff with Across the Spider-Verse and Beyond the Spider-Verse. I don't know. I really don't. If we're gonna have enough. We really aren't. And I'm worried about the six-month turnaround. Burnout is a real thing. Yeah. And two Avengers film in one year its very ballsy. Yeah. Like Infinity War had the perfect amount of hype of one year between Infinity War and Endgame.
1: hmm Six months? I think they can pull that off. I, I don't know. Because I'm like, thinking about... again. Like, I have the same doubts. Like, it's very, very... Like... I think they can pull that off, but I the only... Like, the one thing that keeps me from saying yes, 100%, is the fact that that's three years from now.
0: It's three years from now they're gonna be helmed by two different directors which as you know from our takes about star wars how we didn't like that the sequel trilogy was helmed by different directors the same worries apply to this yeah and the fact that it has been confirmed that dustin daniel cretin is not doing secret wars but only king dynasty the russos are i wonder if the russos come back for secret wars I really don't know.
1: Especially considering that they said they wouldn't direct another Marvel movie unless it was Secret Wars. Yeah. Which, considering how great of a job they did with, like, the end of uh, the Infinity Saga.
0: Speaking of which, have you seen The Gray Man? No. It is a movie by the Russo brothers with Marcus and McFeely coming back as screenwriters and Sarah Haley Finn as the casting director. Pretty much all of the big shots from... uh, pretty much all of the big shots from Infinity War and Endgame are all in that movie and Chris Evans is in the movie. <laughs> and, ja- and um... What's her name? Jennifer Chenwick, I believe, who played Colleen Wing in Iron Fist. She's in the movie. Ryan Gosling's in the movie. It's really interesting. Anyways, so I'm just... And I'm thinking, what comes after that? What comes after Secret Wars?
1: Because what's another big threat that you can have besides King the Conqueror I mean you could do Galactus see I've always
0: hated the idea of Galactus being a big bad because that's not his role Galactus is just a force of nature he's just an aspect of the universe excuse me he's an aspect of the universe that exists he needs to exist he can't be killed it destroys the fabric and balance of the universe so I can't think of him as a big bad I'm thinking maybe Annihilus, but Annihilus was mainly a cosmic threat, not an Earth threat. And I'm thinking. It's gonna be Dark
1: Phoenix. Right. Which. It's gonna be Dark Phoenix. Honestly, considering how badly, like. Because the big problem with the both iterations of the Dark Phoenix that they did, they had no setup at all. Mm hmm. Like. The second quadrilogy, the second quadrilogy in the X Men franchise, at least gave Jean Grey like two minutes of setup in the movies before uh, X Men: Dark Phoenix. But I think
0: it either has to be Dark Phoenix or Days of Future Past, which ties into the fact that we've been there have been rumors leaks but most likely what's true is that the reason why there hasn't been a lot of live action x-men content or mutant content is because the actors and producers and probably other people at fox who signed on for contracts with the x-men films still have their contracts being honored by disney as per the fox deal and thus if marvel wanted to create any projects they would have to bring back those actors and those producers and I feel like more on the producer side they don't want to bring them in specifically Brian Singer because he's a notable sex pest and mm-hmm. an all around garbage human being and I don't think they would want to bring him on so we'd have to wait till at least 2025 for when those contracts would expire which is coven- conveniently right when phase 6 ends meaning you'd have oh. phase 7 right there okay um which i would then feel would have to be flooded with mutant related content because you're kind of you're kind of just sapping the well of all the other things in marvel related Yeah, like if you think about it like <clears throat> what other major characters that aren't x-men related or fantastic four related have they not used yet like outside of mephisto we haven't seen like the Inhumans. I mean, we've seen Black Bolt again, but we haven't seen Medusa, Lockjaw, Maximus. We haven't seen them since the Inhumans show. Um, we, we got Clea, uh, Mr. Sinister, but he's an X-Men related character. Um, obviously Dr. Doom, but he's Fantastic Four. Um, We can't really do many Spider-Man characters because of Sony. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel that with the end of Secret Wars, we're going to come to a full end of an era. Because where also do you move from the multiverse? You can't go bigger than the multiverse. Yeah, really. You'll have to do far more grounded level threats. But that would also require that you'd have to take away a lot of the main heroes we have i kind of think that once sequel war ends we're just gonna get an x-men saturated
1: universe which honestly could work to refresh the universe in a sort of soft reboot kind of way
0: it could because there's a lot of potential with them but i just wonder like are we gonna continue to get like anthony mackie playing captain america come 2026 or 2027 Hmm. because like these guys aren't getting younger
1: Oh, yeah, especially Paul Rudd, considering he's in his 50s. Yeah.
0: Do they do a full reboot at the end of Secret Wars?
1: I almost kind of don't. like. I kind of wait until, like, 2030 for a reboot, because, I mean...
0: Because think about it. A 15-year-long
1: saga is a good
0: run. Yeah. And if it ended on Secret Wars... Say Secret Wars is the ending of the MCU. Say they market it as the end of the first part of the mcu and then they're going to reboot it with something else that would be a pretty good run yeah all things considered i mean it's not like movie industries are strangers to rebooting a cinematic universe i mean the x-men got rebooted fantastic four got rebooted spider-man got rebooted
1: yeah i mean uh what was i gonna say i sure hope to dear god that they don't reboot star wars holy Would that
0: be bad? They're not rebooting it. I've already told you my opinions on how I believe they're going to rehabilitate the sequel trilogy.
1: Yeah,
0: but I kind of just feel that you know. Once Secret War ends, you really don't have anywhere else to go. Yeah, really. Because I feel on some levels, because of the fact that Fox owned the Fantastic Four and X Men, and Sony owned Spider Man. And Netflix had access to the to the to all those Netflix characters and there was the Marvel television division and all these different things. It was so fractured that I feel that they kind of had to go big with Thanos. where I feel like in a universe where everything was unified under Marvel, Thanos would be now. like we would be doing Thanos now and then, six, seven years from now we would then do be doing secret wars.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause it kind of <clears throat> feels like we never really had an Earth based threat be the center of the phase. The yeah. closest we got was Ultron. But outside of that, Avengers One, the Shatari are literally from space.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could do like Dr. Doom, he's big enough of a villain to do that. He could... But if
0: we're doing Secret Wars, you can't really go higher with Doom. Yeah. Because Doom's peak is super. Is Secret Wars. That's his peak. That's what he's literally considered near-omnipotent.
1: Yeah. I guess we'll have to see. Well, I think that just about rounds up everything, because we just reached our discussion to Phase 6.
0: Yeah. The X-Men don't look to be coming out till 2025. Um, I don't know what Sony's going to be doing with the rest of the Spider Man franchise. I kind of feel that Sony's time with the Spider Man franchise may be numbered. Yeah. I kind of think that Disney is jockeying for a position to potentially buy it out from Sony. I hope so. Because, because I was going to say, the only people. So the people at Sony Films, they are. Like, Sony's film division isn't, like, their main thing. You know what Sony's main thing is. Electronics. Yeah. And the Spider-Man deal that Sony nearly fucked up only got saved because the CEO of Sony proper in Japan came down and did the deal. And I kind of wonder maybe these films are Sony's just going to say these films are just not worth it anymore.
1: Oh yeah. I hope that oh dear God I really hope that like Kraven the Hunter and Elmo are so bad that they just end up like, yep.
0: And just... like with how uh, Tom Hardy has talked about how Venom Three is prop is like the end of the Venom saga. I kind of think that it's over. Like one, like I kind of feel that once Spider Woman happens, they're just gonna merge it all. Come Secret Wars, and Sony will just let it go. Marvel will get back Spider-Man and that'll be it yeah I kind of think Sony's cinematic universe is gonna end but I'm also thinking about it as well like do you think we'll even care past Secret Wars about these stories
1: um I probably still will just because I actually have a like a like connection because that's how I met my romantic partner so mm-hmm so it's like Marvel actually has like a pretty big part of my life.
0: I don't know. For me, I'm thinking about it, and I think about things that I do like, like Pokemon. I think I'll always like Pokemon just because even if the gameplay, like even if the main story doesn't interest me, competitive always will because competitive is always unique and fresh.
1: I mean, yeah, like I dropped off like, like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is like okay, maybe I'm done with this franchise. And then Legends Arceus brought me back in.
0: And then Scarlet and Violet They look, look really good. They look really fun. Or like even Smash Brothers. Like Smash Brothers I feel like I'll always play Smash Brothers. Maybe not competitively but I'll still play the game casually. Yeah. Or think or like a story that I follow. I'll probably always follow Dragon Ball. Yeah. Because Dragon Ball's fun. But Marvel I don't know if I would care past Secret Wars. I really don't. I really don't know. Even DC. If DC could get their act together, I could see myself watching like a fully-fledged proper DCEU that built itself up to Final Crisis or something. Yeah. I don't know about Marvel. Yeah. Cause... Even Star Wars, I see myself. I'll always find something to watch with Star Wars. Yeah. But not Marvel. I've realized even more so that the more I've watched Marvel stuff, the more I'm kind of just like, I kind of just want to see the next thing, and I don't really care to go back and watch the older things.
1: Yeah, I feel that.
0: Compared to, like, Star Wars, where I frequently will go back and watch Star Wars things, or Dragon Ball. Frequently will go back and watch old Dragon Ball stuff, or even Pokemon stuff. But Marvel, I'm kind of like, I just kind of want to see where the story goes and how it ends, and I don't really care... About doing a retrospective of it until it's like over yeah because it kind of feels like unlike i guess unlike star wars and unlike dragon ball (sighs) you can always feel there's something more that's left over with marvel well with the others even when even when you know there's more you can still be like this is a good ending point for me and i can go back and redo things like with superhero, or well, we haven't seen superhero, but the granola saga, like the way this arc is going, the way it's going to end, you mean like it's a good jumping off point, like good stopping off point, and you can reread all the Dragon Ball, and would still be interesting. Yeah. But with Marvel, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Well, <clears throat> it's unfortunate that most of our opinions have been like less than positive when it comes to talking about today
0: yeah but i think that's just mainly because <sighs> the burnout is hitting the super fans now yeah it's just burnout especially because thor love and thunder and doctor strange in the multiverse of madness and even morbius Those was just back-to-back disappointments like the three <laughs> films that came out this year were all disappointments yeah I mean, and, I should have
1: expected Morbius to be a disappointment. But, but, but
0: even then, Morbius was a bigger disappointment than we expected it to be. Oh yeah, that's right. We expected it to be a four and it turned out to be a two. Exactly. Meanwhile, the Disney Plus shows are the only thing that's saving Marvel right now. And that's only
1: half of them. The other half are like mediocre to outright bad.
0: I mean, last year's shows were just... Ugh.
1: Like we got like good shows. We got Miss Marvel, we got Moon Knight, we got Loki.
0: But Loki is last year. I'm talking about this year.
1: Or no, I'm talking about in, in, in oh, general. Yeah. In general. Like, yeah, only half of the shows have been fantastic. Yeah.
0: But I even look back at older Marvel stuff, and I kind of feel myself not with a strong desire to go back and watch them, because they just don't interest me. Like, Ant-Man and the Wasp?
2: No. Iron <laughs> Man
0: 3? No. Civil War? No. Not Really? I've seen the Black Panther movie so many times that I just don't want to rewatch it. I've seen it like seven times. Yeah. At least for me personally, Guardians 2 is one that I really don't ever feel like revisiting.
1: No, that's my, that's my go to feel good movie.
0: So yeah, I, I couldn't even do that. Like, for me, if I want to watch an MCU movie that interests me and actually holds me, Thor Ragnarok does that for me. It's either Thor Ragnarok or Avengers Age of Ultron or the original Avengers or Winter Soldier.
1: But yeah, it's a shame that really the more we talk about Marvel these past few weeks, the more negative it gets.
0: Yeah. It's just
1: too too much. Way too much. It really is. That's why they really need to pace themselves because they're, they're just unloading so much and and
0: the thing is is like you could tell initially when Disney Plus launched they wanted to alternate. Marvel, Star Wars. Marvel, Star Wars.
1: And now we're just getting some too, oh, way too much. I mean, way hell, too much Marvel. And hell, even Star Wars fans are feeling burnt out.
0: But the thing at least with Star Wars is that there're still some nuggets that you expect quality from. The animated Star Wars stuff, you expect to be good. You know you can trust it. It's the live action stuff that becomes iffy.
1: Yeah. But
0: with Marvel, every project you go into, you're like, is this gonna have a satisfying conclusion?
1: Yeah, because with with Obi Wan, it was it was good enough. It was good.
0: Like I'm excited for Tales of the Jedi and Bad Batch season two, because I'm a and massive it,
1: Clone Wars fan. And then you had Book of Boba Fett, which was just straight mm-hmm. up bad.
0: Yeah, we have Andor, which I'm excited for.
1: Yeah, I need more information on that.
0: But outside of, yeah, I'm only excited really for the animated stuff because the animated stuff really is stuff that interests me. Like Tales of the Jedi is going to be really cool because it's a Clone Wars show that takes place before the Clone Wars. And then Bad Batch Season 2, obviously continuing off from Bad Batch Season 1, seeing characters like Commander Cody coming back should be really interesting. But yeah, I don't know. Well, we should just go ahead and wrap this up now. So overall, San Diego Comic Con was big, we had a lot to talk about, especially on the Marvel front, because they released so much information, so many different shows, movies, whatever, and so many interviews and leaks and It's just oh, too much. God. It's exhausting. <laughs> especially because for a while leading up to Comic-Con things started to dry out in terms of like leaks and news. And Comic-Con happened and we we're like Ugh! And I don't know, maybe D23 can bring back D23 and Disney Plus Day are going to fall on the same weekend this year. Mm-hmm. So expect we're going to hear a lot, a lot, a lot of shit this year from those maybe those will reignite some hope i'll see but anyways we shall now move to our politics segment which is just as dense so let's start with the easy one joe biden got covid
1: yeah that's pretty easy to talk about uh it's yeah we should have seen this coming
2: yeah
1: it's only a matter of time i mean when anthony fauci caught it yeah I mean, and this is a new variant that is a lot more resistant to the uh, vaccines. I believe it's the uh, Omicron BA5, I think, is the... Fucking God, I forgot
0: that it changed from Omicron to Omicron B. Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, because Biden is, like, ultra-vaccinated, he's, like... Darth Brandon is not gonna die anytime soon. (laughs) Darth Brandon is gonna be just strolling on through. Yep. Like, uh pretty sure like the article we have is saying like he's gonna be he's back to normal, like his dog is fucking around. Yeah. So um but it is interesting just because COVID is still a thing and it's still affecting people. And um there are still many people in the United States that are probably dying to this.
1: Yeah. What's unfortunate is that this is appears to be one of the most uh vaccine resistant uh, variants that we've seen.
0: Yeah. We don't really talk about it anymore. It's just our new normal. Exactly, because now we're talking about our new virus, monkeypox, which is our next segment. Yeah. Which, oh, God. Oh, God.
1: Oh, God. Time really is a flat circle. So pretty much uh, the uh, World Health Organization is pretty much just in a debate as to whether or not they can officially call it a global health crisis which at this point give it a month it's going to be it's going to be more than solid that evidence that it needs to be clarified as one
0: yeah so if you don't know what monkey pox is monkey pox is a smallpox variant that as the name implies comes from monkeys is trying it's primarily um transmitted through blood
2: mm-hmm.
0: no what is it blood or is that hiv i think you're talking about hiv i
1: I think it's just mostly through liquid that it...
0: Liquid, like close contact. Yeah. And so, a lot of people, from first, like, didn't take it seriously. Because, you know, when you live in a post-COVID world, you think of any other disease, you're like, okay, but is it COVID bad? Well, now maybe, because of how fast it's spreading. And unfortunately, people are taking it seriously, but for the exact wrong reasons. Yeah. So a lot of the evangelical right has seen monkeypox as God's mighty cleanse of the degenerate homosexuals. They keep trying to frame monkeypox as a gay disease because a lot of people have been catching monkeypox primarily through sex. Because that's, you know, the closest you can be with another person for long periods of time is when you're fucking them. And so, it makes sense that a disease that spreads through that type of contact would, you know, spread via sex. And, as you know, the horniest people on the planet
1: are the gays. And they fuck a lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, I'll let you keep going with that because I am in no way uh, able to say that. You can say that all you want. Have you seen
0: <laughs> the Jubilee video about the guy? It like had a list of people. It was like, who had the highest sexual partners have you seen that video? I have not and everyone picked the wrong person you want to know who had the highest? the gay guy with 1,058 different gay partners gay people
1: fuck a lot I'm just saying that you can say that guy I can't as a 100% straight person but yeah gay people fuck a lot (laughs) and you know if a disease that
0: isn't primarily spread through sex, but sex just happens to be the easiest way for it to spread, it would most likely spread amongst the population that fucks the most. That just happens to be gay people. Reminder, monkey pots would still spread this way if straight people were the ones that had the most sex. Okay? Because this distinction is pretty big. Because the right has been framing it that monkeypox is transmitted to gay people because gay people have gay sex and gay sex is the vector of which monkeypox is transmitted. No, 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 no. It is just that sex is an easy vector. Sex between any people, whether they are gay, straight, bi, pan, whatever, will can, can catch monkeypox via sex. It just happens to be that gay people have the most sex and thus... Oh, I should clarify. The most sex in urban environments. Because, as you can realize, a disease that from close contacts, From close contact within urban environments with high population density... Of course, will spread really fast. And especially so amongst people having sex. And then especially so amongst people that have the most sex. But this is not because they are gay. It is just because... They happen to have sex the most in the cities. And that's how Monkey's Box has been spreading.
1: Yep. Yep. Again, history is just a flat circle because uh, we can, you can obviously tell where they're getting their cards from.
0: Yes, this is just as how Ronald Reagan and the evangelical right spouted about AIDS. And how AIDS was the gay disease and how Ronald Reagan effectively killed thousands of gay people by barring the CDC from doing any research into it. And it wasn't until Irving Magic Johnson, bless his heart, one of the NBA greats, caught AIDS that people started to take it seriously. And when Princess Diana in the UK, bless her heart, when she touched an AIDS victim who was dying in hospital with her shockingly bare hand. Because at the time, I guess people legitimately thought that if you just touched an AIDS person, you would spontaneously combust and be damned to the hellfires. Hey, spontaneous combustion is a
1: real problem. Anyways. (laughs) So, but the other insidious
0: aspect of this is that recently with a lot of anti-LGBT rhetoric that's been going on, especially in the United States, we've been seeing a lot of the retreads of gay people and queer people are groomers. Now, now in combination what happens that... when you have a disease where people are trying to conflate with being gay happens to catch in children where people conflate that children under the care of queer people are pedophiles. You get the idea that children can only catch this disease from the gay pedophiles. Which is so monumentally stupid that genuinely these people are subhumanly retarded. But unfortunately, these subhumanly retarded people are in positions of power. So we've been having a lot of people attack daycares that may or may not have gay people as daycare teachers or sitters or whatever the fuck you call a daycare worker who may be gay or not accusing them of grooming their children and that's how they got monkeypox, despite the fact that you know johnny is two and is disgusting as shit and shat himself Next to Susie, who's also disgusting as shit, and pissed herself, and they are sitting in close proximity, and because you know they're two and they're fucking dirty little mongrels, they catch diseases. Mm. But, you know, (laughs) the idea that children are just dirty little germ bubbles doesn't compute with these people.
1: Oh wow, that was a that was a description and a half. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. Yeah, so yeah, this it's not
0: like I swear to god. Monkeypox isn't a gay thing. It is a thing that will go to humans with physical contact with each other. Sex is just the easiest vector because you will be in close contact with someone for an extended period of time compared to all other forms of human contact. You can get monkeypox if someone coughs on you. You can get monkeypox if someone hugs you or kisses you, or they're very, 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 very very sweaty and they touch you but that's very rare yeah but what i'm saying is that close contact is the vector sex is just the most reliable vector because of usually how long you're in contact with someone when you're having sex with them yeah and i really hate this i really hate that we are retreading the 1980s the 1980s did not need to come back but here we are with people claiming that this disease is god's God's wrath to purge the gays and that the gays are only going to infect the children not just with the transes, but with the monkey disease because they're grooming them because they're gay. I hate this. I hate all of it. And unfortunately, this has led to a situation where in New York, they have their vaccines, but they're limited in number. And so we're in a lose-lose situation. Right now, they wanna give out vaccines primarily to gay people and people that have a lot of sex. So the Giga Chads, the Giga Stacies, the sluts, the whores, the gays, whatever, they're first in line. Because you know, if they're the ones fucking the most, they're most likely to be at risk because they're in close contact with multiple people. So they wanna get the vaccines out to these people first because it would make sense with a limited supply of vaccines, you wanna hit the people that are most vulnerable. Makes sense. Unfortunately, due to the rhetoric about monkeypox, it's now a catch-22. You don't give it out to the gays, they could die, which is terrible. But you do, and you somewhat legitimize the idea that is primarily gays.
1: Yeah. Which I hate. There's an easy solution, which Biden will never do, the Defense Production Act.
0: Yeah, but mind you, it doesn't matter if Biden wants to do it. It's mansion and cinema and whatever people are waiting in the wings in our Senate. Okay. So. Okay, okay. uh, I'm still going to lay the blame at them more than Biden because Biden can... Biden can want to do a lot of things, but if the Senate doesn't approve of it, Biden's fucked. So I kind of... I've given up on blaming him.
1: Uh, Okay, he can still convince them. Like, he hasn't tried at all. That's... That's... You're telling me that he can convince Mansion and Cinema? Oh, he totally can. He just doesn't want to do it.
0: Do you honestly think he could? No.
1: No, I don't. I don't think he can. I... It's po- it's possible. I There's don't... an alternate timeline where it happens. It just happens in like 1 out of 33 million of them.
0: Okay, I legitimately do not believe Biden can move Mansion or Cinema because Biden cannot solve the problem for Mansion, which is that Mansion lives in West Virginia which is a backwater state yeah biden can't fix that i'm not i'm
1: not saying i should expect this anytime soon i'm just saying no
0: no no what i'm saying i don't think biden can do anything that involves passing acts that have to go through the senate i mean does
1: the defense production act have to go through the senate i believe it would have to because i mean it's not like something new that has to be passed i mean biden has used the defense production act in the past
0: If he doesn't have to go through the Senate, then he should be doing it. But I have a feeling something will have to go through the Senate, which will then die.
1: Yeah, because he has done it before for vaccine. Was it, or was, it, was it Biden or Trump that actually did it? I
0: think it may have been Trump. It might because have been Trump, actually. Trump did it because of Operation Warp Speed. That's right. Which, of course, the Senate at the time, Democrats and Republican, would be completely for because it was trump democrats had common sense to know vaccines good and at the time republicans were like please do not disobey the god emperor you fucking swine so they went for it but now biden's in charge so
1: yeah that's right it was trump that used the defense production act wasn't it
0: yeah which yeah i really can't fault biden because it's really the senate that's holding up our entire structure of government
1: yeah,
0: and he can't fix that Joe Biden. That um, not Joe Biden. Joe Manchin lives in a backwater state, and that Kirsten Cinema literally just wants to be a wine mom. Yeah, yeah. So this is the unfortunate reality of what's been going on with the monkeypox situation. It has skyrocketed in the Western world. United States is now the country with the most amount of monkeypox cases
1: because, of course, it is
0: followed by Spain because you know the spaniards be fucking a lot so um yeah um so on top of COVID existing you can also die of monkeypox potentially this is all to say get vaccinated if you can if you are someone that is eligible for the vaccines despite the stigma please still get vaccinated because it can save your life and save the life of other people and that way you can continue your sexy ways in peace at least until they come with the trains. Then you gotta run. But that should be at least two years from now.
1: Maybe. I'm telling you. Once two years.
0: That would be 2024. Yeah. yeah. The election would be at the end of 2024. So about two years.
1: Again, if they revoke gay marriage, that's that's the to run, everybody. Yeah. That's, 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 the, that's the signal. That is
0: when I will be filling out my immigration forms to Canada.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, so there was monkeypox. Now, moving on to our next segment, it'll be... Speaking of Democrats being stupid, we have Democrats being stupid! You want to
1: start this one? Yeah, uh, Democrats support fascism. There's no way to go around this. Yep, so Democrats and their infinite wisdom. Liberal Democrats. Let's be specific here.
0: Okay, Liberal Democrats, which is the establishment, and majority of the Democrats, unfortunately decided in their infinite wisdom that they would support the more far-right leading candidates in Republican primaries because they believed they had a better shot at beating that candidate than they did beating the moderate. Which, that worked so well in 2016, didn't it? Yeah. So, while on the surface sounds realistic and like a normal political strategy support the candidate that you think will beat that one but you can easily be makes sense problem the Overton window in this country has shifted rightward and only rightward and has seldom shifted leftward meaning that if you push the far right candidate all you're doing is pushing the overturn window more right And think about it from this perspective. If you are teetering on far-right and you see a lot of far-right propaganda, what is going to stop you from continuing to vote far-right after this one election?
2: Mm -hmm.
0: What is more likely to happen? Someone votes for the far-right candidate and then doesn't vote in the general? Or someone votes for the far-right candidate in the primary and then doubles down and votes for them in the general? What would make someone want to vote for a democrat over the far right candidate that doesn't affect their ability to vote for a moderate candidate.
1: And what's worse now is because of the fact that it's shifted so much their opinions are now even more popular than they are in 2016. Exactly. Like it's like it's fundamentally just dumb.
0: Because There's nothing you can get a far right Republican to agree with a democrat with over a moderate Republican literally nothing literally anything a democrat says a far-right republican will never believe they at least will have a chance believing it out of the mouth of a moderate republican so this idea which has been traced all the way back to people like nancy pelosi is
1: in a word retarded yeah because the pack that was associated with funding of these far-right candidates is associated with nancy pelosi isn't that a wonderful uh, paper trail to have?
0: Yeah, these people are so... Oh my fucking god, why are Democrats so fucking dumb? They're so fucking dumb. And unfortunately, in at least two races, the far-right candidate did beat the moderate candidate, and it's looking like they're going to beat the Democratic candidate now. Because they spent millions of dollars, millions with an M, hundreds of millions, near billion. To supporting these candidates instead of you know holding on to that money and just spending it on yourself like here's the thing this money if you don't want to break campaign finance laws just build your campaign more with it you have the money to just run more ads and better ads so long as you use your campaign finance for campaign finance it's fine why are you funding far-right campaigns when you can just fund your own or other people in your party? The fuck are you doing? <sighs> this is legitimately retarded. Like, literally. This is like the, kid, the weird kid holding a brick of spam and eating it in the hallway retarded. Oh, you don't have to go that far. Like, it's that fucking dumb.
1: What the fuck are they doing? Okay, that's a bit too far. Fine. That's a bit way too far. Fine. Think. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. No, it's too far.
0: But I say that just because there's no need ever, 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 ever as a liberal to ever fund fascists for any reason. And if you, for some ungodly reason, need to fund a Republican... Why wouldn't you fund the moderate over the fascist? Why? 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 Because guess what? Even if the moderate does win, and he does beat you in the general, that's a fascist that didn't win! Why? Can you explain? Can you think of anything? that could potentially explain why this boneheaded political strategy was ever greenlit across multiple campaigns.
1: It worked against Trump, didn't it? Right? 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 Oh, that's right, it didn't work. Yeah, no, it didn't work.
0: Oh, yeah. It turned out when Democrats paid lip service to Trump over, you know, Jeb Bush and John Kasich, that, um, you know, that legitimize Trump more, because think about it for a second, if the Democrats support a Republican, independents who may not like Democrats, but see that Republican may like him more because it seems that more people like him in general. Funny thing, people will vote more likely for people that they know more of and think is more popular. So if your opposition says they like this guy, all it does is make that guy more popular. Meaning you're running into more people likely to vote for them because they're popular. Because guess what? People don't do political research. They just look at names that look familiar and they vote for that, especially in a primary.
1: Midterm primary no less
0: everything about this is stupid everything about this reeks of some level of just political ineptitude and i don't understand it why are we like this why can the democrats not do anything right for five minutes
1: well, let's go ahead and wrap up the episode here cuz any more discussion and I feel like one of us is going to get a heart attack.
0: This is just so depressing and sad and upsetting and yeah. how bad this is. So,
1: we have Is this our last one or is our second to last? I think it's our last one. Take it away. All right. Yeah, let's go ahead and wrap up the episode. Please remember everybody Just vote. That's really... Please just fucking vote. I got my mail-in ballot for my primaries. I actually did, too. I didn't even have to request it. Yeah, I didn't have to request mine, either. They just sent it in, which is good. Thank God. Because somehow this state has one of the best mailing systems ever because old people populate this state. It's because Trump lives here, and Trump votes by mail. Yeah, or primarily before Trump was here, a lot of old people voted by mail. Yeah,
0: but now that Trump lives here, and he votes by mail that we have to have a good vote-by-mail system in Florida.
1: That's the only reason we voted by mail in the first place, considering the cracks that were starting to form by 2020. Exactly. But anyways, take it away. All right, I've been your host, Sovereign. What are you talking about? What? Our last segment. I thought you said this was the last one. January 6th? I, I really want to end it. I'm sorry.
0: I'm I'm burnt out. Okay, let's let's rapid fire this one. So we have okay. the mid-season finale of the January sixth committee hearings. We will be hearing from them again in August or September.
1: I hope not
0: September. We're going to have an extended hiatus of the January sixth committee hearings. So this was the last one that came out. And the main thing that they focused on was the 187 minutes that Trump spent silent after his speech that led people to storming the Capitol and before his My Little Special champs video that he put out that ended
1: it all. Oh, yeah. And one of the biggest discoveries to come out was the fact that he had to take multiple reshoots and also varied greatly. From the original draft that he was given to speak to get people away from the Capitol.
0: Yeah, many of his drafts he didn't denounce them or outright just didn't state for them to leave. It was kind of like, no, um, he ignored everyone—Ivanka, John, Don, Jared. He ignored them all. He ignored all of his advisors. The Secret Service in the Capitol were like, we're going to have to kill people. We, we're going to have to kill these people because they were afraid for their lives. And they were like, oh, God, we may actually have to kill these people. Which, you know, as a Secret Service agent, it's kind of the last thing you want to think of when you're facing down a horde of people is the idea that we're going to have
1: to shoot them all. Hey, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. I hate you but it is very true in this context (laughs) it's it's extremely true in that context so yeah and this
0: is just more of the same in showing that you know trump knew everything he was doing he knew about the fact that this was going to happen this is his desired outcome and really it seems that the only reason he called it off is because they weren't going to succeed yeah it legitimately feels like it's because they weren't going to succeed Which is very indicative of a lot of things. And um, there's actually a really funny meme. And it says, why does every message leading up to January 6th look like this? How do you feel like doing crimes? Crimes? Do you mean attempting to overturn the 2020 election in favor of Donald J. Trump? Yes, this is precisely to what I'm referring to. I am in favor and plan to do so knowingly and willingly, fully of my own accord. I understand that I will be doing... I understand that what I will be doing are crimes, and I plan to do them anyway because I have motive. Great, let's do that then. Crimes, if you know what I mean. I do. My address is 731, hi, 731 H Street, Washington, D.C. I am typically out between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. I use the following passwords for my socials and banking accounts. Yeah, that's the level of incompetence we were dealing with this, and somehow it nearly worked. Yeah,
1: this just—oh, this is a huge mess.
0: Yep. And um, recently, today, in fact, Merrick Garland and his Justice Department are finally deciding that they'll glance at the idea of Trump getting criminal charges for his January 6th involvement. Took them
1: damn near long enough. Like
0: we've been saying from the very beginning of this podcast, this should have been... Shouted from the rooftops from every Democrat worth their salt from January 7th till today and till 2024 and beyond. Because in no functioning democracy and republic should this shit have ever been allowed to go without heads rolling and jail cells being filled to the brim with co conspirators. But unfortunately, we don't live in a functioning democracy or republic, so here we are. Yep, on the bright side, Steve Bannon did get convicted for his contempt of court, so he's going away for at minimum thirty days. I think. I thought it was. I thought it was six months.
1: I don't think it was because the
0: max. Because the max. The max is only two years.
1: Yeah, the max is only two years. And I... I said
0: when we first reported is, that he got is, charged,
1: it is not going to be six months.
0: See, I thought it'd be six months just because it's long, but not long enough. Enough to say you put him in jail for a period of time, but nowhere close to the maximum.
1: Look it up, because it is
0: definitely not six months. I feel like it's going to be six months and it's going to get released for complying with the January 6th committee.
1: Maybe.
0: Think, think about it like that, though. Because you've got to remember that these things are decided long before the judge actually comes out with a sentencing.
1: I was always under the opinion it was only going to be like 30 days or something.
0: Nah, I don't think they'll go. I think they will do more than a month for sure.
1: They have to make it seem
0: like there's consequences.
1: Do they, though?
0: Well, since they got this far with him, they might as well. I'd be (laughs) genuinely surprised that they threw the full two years at him.
1: Oh, no. If
0: Um... they threw full two years at him and didn't cut him a deal for participating with the January 6th committee, I would be astonished because that would mean we have a semblance of a functioning republic. And the, the, we can't have that. I mean, we are literally one generation away from Emperor Palpatine just taking the stage at this point.
1: So, that
0: is, I believe, everything.
1: I think we're done with that. There you yeah. uh, go. Uh, we
0: have a lot to talk about. Surprisingly, we didn't hit the three hour mark like we did last week. Somehow. But we had a lot to talk about. Um, there is a topic that we may talk about in the future if it gets worse, which is if Steve will be banned from competitive Smash Brothers. Jesus Christ. If, if a, it doesn't look like he's going to be banned anytime soon. However, people are saying give it till 2023 or 2024. I think it was 2023 yeah. to see if he'll be broken i am of the personal opinion that steve is not broken and it's just that covid delayed counterplay to steve and many dlc characters a lot you have
1: not seen the clips
0: then it's that bad i've seen some of the clips And my opinion is that steve counterplay just does not exist in its current form especially because it has been known this is a known thing high level steve mains were hiding broken steve tech until Sakurai announced that patches would no longer come out. Meaning that Counterplay was not allowed to organically develop in the time frame that it should have. Okay. That's what I believe the main culprit is. Many Steve mains on their discords were actually hiding high-level Steve tech that they planned to release once Sora was released, and they got confirmation that patches weren't coming through once it happened— all the Steve Mays released their tech, more people picked up Steve and started doing well, and thus, the rest of the people that aren't Steve Mays had no chance of catching up. So now they have to do double time to counter the meta. And who knows what other broken shit other characters had that we don't know about yet.
1: Can we just send the episode I'm Exhausted?
0: Yep. So uh, that's the topic that we may bring up. Uh, hopefully we get Scarlet and Violet news soon. Um, I've been your house shiny and I'm sovereign. We will see you all next week. Thank you for watching